that's how you test oh real quick guys when you speak make sure that you have the microphone right up to your mouth or else it's not gonna pick it up much when i don't have it see uh, so you want to be like right here yeah boom 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 yeah do you do you hear that uh luis yeah all right can great. you hear me i have, a, I have my headset on so all right we can hear you can't do the dishes at the same time Luis. What I know, it sounds like he's like doing, busy. <laughs> he was like, you know what, yeah, guys, I'm gonna be on your podcast, but uh, some, on my own terms, gotta do some chores in the meantime. I'm kind of thinking Zoom might have been the might have been the move though. Why are we even doing this with video if he's not even gonna be on? <laughs> Fucking guy! It's like we set this whole thing up so it's wow, nice and seriously. pretty. Oh. What is there a purpose for the video here? Yes, <laughs> so we can see you. So we love, can, so we can um, feel together. What? Yeah, I mean, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Luis. We're just messing with you, man. No, I'm no worry no about pre- it. No Let me see your face, fool. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> no se preocupa. Don't worry. Uh, I am very preocupado. That's funny. <laughs> Welcome, one. Welcome, all, to episode 165 of the None of Our Business podcast. We are your hosts, Deech. DeechDaddy.com Darsachi Darmani Deech and Gabbana It's not delivery It's DeChorno oh, I love it Chef Boyard Deech oh. Deechy Deechy oh, Yeah yeah so yeah Real Lady Marma Deech That's right We got Daniel Deech Jones oh, I'm here guys I'm Hi Deech Hello Fiki Sitting, how long, how long have you been doing that? that intro? We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, keeps adding on to it. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> not one sixty-five. It's been a good amount. I would say maybe seventy episodes. Impressive, impressive. Thank yeah. you. I mean, when you do it every week, you kind of just, and then every every now and then we add a new yeah. one, add a new one. Keenan's was long forever. Yeah, C three PO. Sitting uh, directly to my right, we got Abe, the. Uh, Ambassador. Ambassador of the <laughs> communist way, uh, a real comrade to all comrades and to human beings, the epitome of slam poetry vocalist. <laughs> We got Abraham Marquez. Yeah. Next time I'm invited, I'll have two more titles, right? <laughs> You're going to have more. You're going to have more. Yeah, we like... Right over to the right of him, directly two slots over, we got the one, the only, Ray Day, Ray Daddy. The, oh shit, what was the name of your podcast? Uh, which it's one? been a while. Lead off hitter. The lead the off fact. hitter. Yeah. That's the one I meant to. That that's what. <laughs> God damn it. We got Ray Ramirez. Yeah. The, I feel like a wrestler. I mean, the newfound, uh, the born again communist. <laughs> you know, <laughs> getting in there. Uh, and then finally on Zoom we have Luis. Yeah, um, the guy. Got we got Luis. He's over there. Yeah. El camarada. On Zoom. On Zoom. But and you know what? It sounds Comrade. good. It's still good. Yeah, Comrade. Good. El camarada. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> oh, is that what that means? Yeah. The comrade, the comrade. Luis. Oh. And then I'm just Joe. Yeah. Just regular ass Joe. Just Nothing Joe. special. Just doing my thing. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, right now, we are uh, in the new studio. 
uh, for us. Oh. It's a new studio for us. Um, this is... Uh, What's a studio? It's, uh, it's here at Unmatched Lighting and Productions. Uh, good friend of the show and uh, my mentor, uh, Juan Salguero. Uh, he's Shout letting us Juan. use the spot. Uh, he, this is, he said this is pretty much our new home whenever we need it, whenever we want it. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Uh, welcome. It is going to sound phenomenal from now on. No more choppers in the back or <laughs> or uh, little or fucking, Saya. yeah, or my daughter coming in saying Papa or, you know, all that goodness. Is this the first episode? This is the first episode. Wow, here. I feel so special. Yeah, yes. yeah. Wow, you know, On the uh, casting couch. On, on the, the casting cast- couch. It's a very nice <laughs> pleather couch, you know. It does not make me feel good. It, 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 would, be the, <laughs> it would be the comedy episode. <laughs> it would be the comedy episode. Hey, because we did it all together. Yeah. There you go. Togetherness. Well, I mean, we were kind of left out. I mean, of the decision <laughs> or just in general. Were you general guys were supposed to be here last week, right? Or we were supposed to do that? No, we were week? gonna like try. Ago? I don't know. No, this when is, did is, you and I have a, have the conversation? About like two weeks ago, but yeah, this is the only date. You yeah, this was the date because we just there wasn't time to do it oh, last okay. last. Sure. So this well, was it work. Yeah, this it worked work. out perfectly. This worked Fuck out perfectly. Yeah. So I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> Ray, obviously, he's been a guest host here many a time. Um, joined us many times, mm-hmm. so he knows he knows the program. There's no real, oh, yeah? There's, yeah. There's no real route. There's no real anything that we do. We just I love talk. this place. How did this come about? Uh, well, a funny story. My cousin Filthy, Filthy Animal. Shout out to Philip Lanos. Um, he uh, he and I started this podcast. Damn, 2018, 17. Yeah, 2017-18, maybe. Um, yeah, we started this because he had a podcast he was doing that he was kind of like phasing out, you know, and I wanted to do something. So I was like, hey, why don't we just combine our magic powers and start this thing? So for, for a while, I would say for the fa- maybe first 10 episodes, we didn't have a name yet or something like that. It was something like that. Uh, and then finally, we were just like, this is none of our business podcast. And then we've been doing it strong since. I mean, Philly's not with us anymore, but we brought... Uh, Keenan in, um, and then when Philly left, we brought in Deech, and Keenan's still on sabbatical. Uh, he's gonna come back, guys. I swear, okay? He's gonna come. Back. We miss you, man. Someone back. offered him more money. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah I mean, yes. <laughs> but you know, he, yeah, he offered himself money because he's he's got his business he's going. Investing so in he's investing himself. Yeah, he's investing in himself. How dare he? We miss you, Keenan. We miss yeah. you. Yeah, and then uh, Luis has kind of like popped in here and there uh, on. On uh, on the show, uh, I think like once or twice. Yeah, um, so times. yeah, I saw that picture of the three of you, and I was like, oh, they gotta be on the pod. <laughs> they gotta be. <laughs> That's why I I think I think this all worked out. This is just the way that it was meant to be, you know. Well, yeah, absolutely. How do you guys feel though? I feel alright. You feel, feel alright? Feel good. Yeah, I feel good. You feel good? Are you gonna stay off mute now? I'm gonna sit over here because it's weird for me to like, boom boom. Yeah, so if you're now, not gonna be on video, there's no point in positioning the couch for ten minutes trying to get the right angle. <laughs> for real, man, you had Joe over here like stressing the angles. Well, I'm over here. It's gotta be perfect, guys. It's gotta be perfect. Louise has to see all of us. <laughs> I can see Deech's legs. Hey, can you see them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking thunder thighs. Mm. Delicious. Thunder motherfuckers. <laughs> going going, so going back to the gym again. That's yes, right. sir. I have been. I was I went to the Clippers game last night. No one cares. Uh, it was great. Oh, it was back to back. Was right? there? <laughs> what? Was no, it's no. next week. Next week is back to back, ninth and tenth. But yeah, it was great. We won one nineteen one one hundred. It was great versus the Pelicans. 
Oh. You're a Clippers fan? Yeah. I'm a Clippers fan, yeah. We lost Since to the when? Pelicans. What's that? Since when? Since forever. Yeah. Oh, but he's also yeah. a Warriors fan. I'm also fan. a Warriors fan. He double so dips. I've been a Warriors fan. Him. Actually, I've been a Warriors fan <clears throat> since 2008. Since when they were winning? 2008. <laughs> oh, okay. They weren't winning yet. Yeah. So I've been around. That was before Baron Davis, right? It was for the who? Someone no. Golden State? No, no Baron Davis Golden was like 06. Yeah, he was here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why do you know that? I don't know why I know that. It's okay because you're a fan of <laughs> BD because of the league. Hey, Golden State had a lot of good players back then. They did. Yeah. A lot of good players. Keep going, keep going. That's when I used to play Embassy NBA. Fantasy. Oh, oh bro, so that's wow. what I used to play, bro. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, do you have some? That's that, what Abraham used to have some crazy uh, handles too. Here's the question. That, no, I'm talking about not like actual play. I'm talking about like fantasy. Oh, NBA. oh, my bad. Uh, Back then. I wasn't Remember? actually playing. I was that's just... what. That's when we used to have power forwards. That would. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's there were still roles. There were. Yeah, still there were still roles. Instead, yeah. <laughs> everybody just point. Everybody yeah. point. Everyone's you know? pointing. And a center's point. Yeah. It's like everybody's point, and then there's a center. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they still have roles technically on paper. Yeah, but, but, nobody plays yeah. it. But did you guys have power bottoms back then? Of course, baby. <laughs> power bottoms have been around forever. Is that you? Uh, Is it you we're looking for? <laughs> I'm not a power forward, but I could be a power bottom probably. Yeah, a power. So what's a po- oh, yeah. what's a power bottom? <laughs> I want to be in the joke. What's a power bottom? Yeah, what is a power bottom? Ray, you don't know what a power bottom is? Oh, I know what heard of it. That's the first time I've ever heard that. But please, you tell us. Uh, I, I can't explain this right now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what so, the fuck are who, you who's doing? Gonna, who's going to hear you, Lola? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because I thought we all knew what a power bottom was. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm the one. Okay, you know, I should have just... This is me. This is on me. I put this one uh, on myself. You know, power bottoms are uh, the ones that take control but still like to ride the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, they're yeah. dominating from the bottom. <laughs> exactly. So are the Clippers still in the uh, play-in tournament? <laughs> they assert their bottom. <laughs> The Clippers? Yeah, yeah, we're still in. Are, they, you guys are still the Lakers? Fighting? No, we're 11. We're out. We're the Lakers. Those guys, yeah. man. I'd probably we say suck. boycott. This, you guys are, they two, made it. I, I you guys are two games behind, right? Behind you know, behind the Spurs? One game or something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, and a half. Because I, I thought you guys lost yesterday. We did. We did. And then AD, I think, this might be hurt again. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think they should play the playoffs. No, definitely not. Definitely not. You guys aren't ready. Like LeBron, honestly, has given too much of himself for this team. Like... No, I I don't like LeBron, but this motherfucker's been pulling pulling thirty a game. Yeah, for a team that isn't really showing that they deserve. Yeah, 30 he's a the game, only one that's doing that's doing anything. Which is I not think much, he's gonna do thirty no matter what because it's his legacy. Yeah, yeah. but that's what legacy. I'm saying. Yeah. What was that? Isn't that what he does always? Isn't that what he does always? Yeah, he always does that. Yeah, that's but I'm saying like you're you're if you want to play with your son. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be going this hard for a team that's not going as hard as you. But he's as LeBron. You are. But you're you're treating LeBron like he's anybody else beside LeBron. No, but what I'm saying is that he's wearing himself out. To, oh yeah. By the point, but he, he's by chasing the, time the scoring he gets title. With his son, it's like yeah. bro, he's chasing the scoring title. He doesn't right need now. to chase it anymore. He's like, going, he's trying he's to hit it. it. He's, he's going to hit it this off. That's the only it. thing he's playing yeah, for. Yeah, but right he's now. but he's he's going to get it regardless. Yeah. Especially if he's waiting for his son to get in the league. Yeah. For him to play maybe a year or two with his son and then retire. He's got plenty of time to get that scoring title. Well, let's There's see. no way he doesn't. What he's he's like what eight hundred points away from it? Uh, I don't even know to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, something like that. I, well, it's I don't know. I checked out, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I checked. I don't. I don't watch the games anymore. They just piss no. me off. Yeah, it's just stressful. Dude, I went I to the first Minnesota game, oh, and right. I had the best tickets I've ever purchased. I had a great night with my <laughs> wife. I had a great time because I was chatting it up with some like eight year old in front of me the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was the worst fucking performance I have ever seen the Lakers. 
like play. Like it was just like we got our asses waxed by like 25. Yeah. The entire game was Shit. not competitive. I'm watching these fools literally just kind of jog it up and down the court. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck, dude? I just spent like five fucking bills on these tickets. You know, and you're like Ooh, sitting here like uh-huh. and fucking I, and I love Russ. I love Melo. And I'm watching these fuckers and I'm like, Ah oh, man, dude. Yeah. I, like, I love you know, us too. I don't. I don't love him with the Lakers. No, no. It just he, doesn't fit. He can't. He's just. He he becomes another role player and alpha, barely though. and barely holds the role. Like yeah. Yeah. barely. It's not to say that he isn't. You know. Hall of Fame material eventually, but dude, this is the wrong way to go down. Like, well, I saw a crazy stat. They were talking about AD and Braun and Russ have only played like what twenty games together or some yep. shit like that. So it's like, all right, the main one who's actually been consistent in the lineup has been Russ. Mm-hmm. You know, while LeBron and AD have both been in and out of the lineup the whole That's year. True. And who's been the one taking the most of the shit? Russ. 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 And and very deservedly so yep. a lot of times. Yep. Yeah. But. You know, I give him a lot of fucking props because I thought for sure by now he would have like gone off on somebody just like. Well, he's kind of said something passive aggressively, yeah, but that yeah. but you know Russ. Yeah, he does. He's oh, not no, passive he aggressive. He could have gone way harder. Yeah, yeah and I, f- I feel like Russ, whenever he makes a mistake, the whole world sees it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been playing good the last ten games. No one's talking about it. Yeah, and then the one player I thought wasn't gonna fit in the lineup was Melo, and he's been fitting in perfect. And it's been Russ because I thought he was gonna run the point like mm-hmm. really well, mm-hmm. but. It just sucks, man. I thought that guy. I, I love the guy. I thought he was gonna do a well, little bit better, but mm. I, I think again, he, he probably hasn't had. I, he hasn't really had a lot of time though to really the whole team fall in the role. Yeah, since LeBron true. came to LA, every year is a different team. It's yeah. been a rotation, but even and that rotations that. are yeah, different, like almost every game. Yeah. There's no chemistry. That. Yeah, look at the Bucks. Same team as the last year. <laughs> I heard Michael Wright <laughs> was coming back. <laughs> well, they're third right now, right? The Bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel good, man. Dallas I, is playing. Yeah, lights out. They're, they're they they beat the Bucks. They beat the Nets. I mean, they're. Fun. We'll see though, man. Because this Nets team is gonna be like I don't know. When Ben Simmons hits that court with them, I don't know, man. Well, like, he's he, out for the year. No, I think they're talking about he might be coming back. He might be ramping it up for the playoffs. Oh, I thought I saw like, today. Just they recently, announced, they announced today that he's. Oh, out for maybe the year. it was today. Yeah, but yeah, this yeah. is like the last week. I heard that they were trying to get him ready for the playoffs. No, that's not. Yeah, good. I, I mean, well, I think I think combining Jason Kidd and Luca was a good call. For Dallas, mm-hmm. and then we'll see what happens with the Nets combining Steve Nash and Ben Simmons together. We'll see if if it, anything comes out of that. But well, I'm, I'm excited about this playoffs. There's man. been a, the, yeah. Let's hope that that's the missing piece because for Brooklyn, it's it's been really weird. It's been it's been mm-hmm. the same it scenario as the Lakers, honestly. Yeah. Well, you can't buy your way to. I've always believed you can't buy your way to a chip, and maybe there's those like. One offs that do it, yeah. yeah. But I feel like Karma always gets your ass, you know. And this shit with with the team right now doesn't surprise me, man. This is the same thing it LeBron does in, everywhere he goes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. He goes, he fucking manicures it, he manicures, he man- and manicures it to the point where he fucks it up, mm-hmm. and then he tries to dip out and he blames everybody. And he he did it everywhere, bro. He did yeah. it his first stint with the Cavs. He they signed fucking Verja to max deals, Zendra, Z, a big Z. They went and traded for fucking Mo Williams because he wanted. They went and got Shaq's old ass at one point. Then but he went this, to Miami, yeah. same shit. He, yeah. It starts off fine, and then he keeps manicuring. He brings mm-hmm. all his homies down. His homies stop performing. Mm-hmm. It's like for, for uh, there was a point where, like, the starting the starting lineup for the Lakers was all man, was all man. Their agent was like, oh, rich, yeah, right? yeah, clutch. All clutch. It was all clutch. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, he got Tristan that fat deal. I mean, he, he, he gets his homies paid, it. which, hey, deservedly so, but Not my problem with him is that he just dips out. <laughs> My problem is he just tries to like he tries to do everything, take all the fucking 
give me my ring, give me my respect, all that shit. And then when it's Ugh. and then when shit's not going right, it's like, well, I'm putting up thirty and twenty and shit. Like, yeah, but you also signed Melo because we all know the story about how he told him it's time, right? Yeah, There's some bullshit. Yeah. And it's exactly. like, dude, come on, man. It's like I get it, man. He is an all time great, but that is the main reason why I've never said I can't. He'll never be in my goat discussion. Never. No. Never, dude. No. I got Kareem up there, bro. I got for Kareem. sure. Before, before as a Laker, an all-time Laker, I or just period. ball player. Period. Period. Kareem, Jordan, Kobe. That's mine. That's not a bad three. That's not yeah. a bad three. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got Russ up there. Bill Russ. Oh, oh shit! For a second, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wrong Russ. Russ. <laughs> Wrong Russ. Yeah, Russ is up there too, man. Listen, he he was that guy that just he wasn't trying to chase stats, and he has, himself has said, "Is like I just try to fit in." Yeah, he was dodging death threats. Well, yeah, that too. That was a whole different. Yeah, that was a whole different aspect to the game, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> but can't, yeah, can't imagine can't imagine playing under that constant fear of white people trying to kill you, and you're trying to just play a game. I mean, we kind of yeah, you know, in the racist I mean, society. That's just it's it's interesting for Kareem that that didn't happen as heavy as someone like Bill Russell. It happened for Kareem before, too. Before, that's why. Yeah, that's before. But he like paid the way for yeah. Kareem. But well, Kareem yeah. was Kareem had his shit but, too. But yeah, but Kareem was like way harder. Like he was like fuck the white man kind of. Oh, shit. Oh, you yeah, remember that? Joined the nation of Islam. So he <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, he was exactly change his name and. Mm. But the, the but but the people still loved him, which is crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he won chips, bro. Yeah. It's Boston, bro. Like I mean, think of Boston oh. now. Like if you win championships <laughs> in Boston, what happens? I.e. Tom Brady. I.e. anybody who's I.e. the Red Sox, you know, They're like you're a, you're a, you're a, you're you're a legend. Yeah, you're Brett you're Favre in, yeah. in the culture. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's it's not hard to win over Boston fans. I mean, it's not hard to win fans over. Period. Fuck I mean, look at the Lakers two years ago. Wow. We were all like sitting there, like yeah. Now two years later, everybody's like, oh my god. <laughs> and it's like ah, this is we do it's this all the time. This man. feels like oh, what was it? Oh four, oh four Lakers. Yeah, Carl Malone. Yeah, with Carl Malone, <laughs> Gary Payton, Gary Payton, and Steve Nash. Yeah. This feels more like no, that's a different one. The Steve Nash and Gary Payton were different teams. Yeah, this feels like the Steve Nash, uh, Dwight Howard. When they came, because mm. oh, yeah, they yeah. were hurt the whole year. That was after. That Nash was after. kept trying to come back from his, and then Dwight was working back from his spine injury, and it was like they just kept trying to get back on the court and shit, and they just could never do it. That it's, one for sure. That you, you guys went through a patch. You guys definitely. I went keep thinking that you, when you say that, I keep thinking like you're a Laker fan, and then he says that, and I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> you guys, you guys went. Not us. <laughs> yeah. So, I will. I, but but I can't say I was a Lakers fan back then. But then I kind of had like a sour taste when all those purchases were made, and they were just like just trying to win a chip. Purchase which one? Yeah, like when they when they got oh four when players. they yeah, uh, yeah. Gary Payton, yeah. But that's always I think I think it was I don't know. In my opinion, it was they were at the end of their career. I think they were just trying to get a get them a ring. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what I'm saying. For yeah, me, it was like, like I mean, Gary Payton went to the Heat after that and got a ring. And, <laughs> that's you know, but I think I was bitter. I, well, also I'm, I was also bitter because of the whole CP. CP trade, where they oh, didn't yeah. want to, they stepped in to stop that trade, yeah. and now you see it all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, mm. that yeah, does, but that there, does. there's a lot uh, behind that trade that wasn't uh, publicized. So there's yeah. a lot of shit like behind, like that. That trade was never supposed to happen in the first place, apparently. Why? I, I can't. I was. I was. Uh, David Stern was <clears throat> the controlling power at the yeah. time, and it. The guy who who made the deal, I forget who the GM was, the he GM. had no authority, yeah. actually, because yeah. the league had seized the team. Mm-hmm. Oh. But so then, the but then technicality, again, yeah. if your GM isn't at your authority. Yeah. yeah. But still, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> if you're operating <laughs> in the best interest, why wouldn't you have tra- taken right. that deal? Right, right, right. Like, why wouldn't you have taken that deal if you are, like, 
operating in their interest. Because that yeah. still was a pretty good fucking deal. They were getting, yeah. Gasol was coming in that deal, right? Mm-hmm. Was it Gasol or was he going to Houston? Somebody he, was going to Houston. I think it was Gasol. Gasol was going to Houston. And they were getting a bunch of, I don't even remember. You know, I take it back. Maybe yeah. it, wasn't it was a trash deal. I mean, no, <laughs> I don't if you, if you If you watch the episode of uh, uh, Up in Smoke with uh, Jeannie Buss, she explains mm-hmm. the whole thing. She breaks it yeah. down. So that was, yeah. But I forget what she Speaking said. Speaking of that, have that you guys been watching what Wedding if. Time? Yeah. I haven't seen the one from last night, but I've been watching it. You haven't been no, watching? No, not yet. I just find it coincidental. Fighting time? No. I find it funny oh, that uh, no. oh, this no. is like the R-rated version <clears throat> of Magic's run, and then now he's like coming out with his own documentary. Trying it's to fucking crazy, it <laughs> man. Like, well, I mean, obviously it's fictitious, and there yeah, are a lot yeah. of like uh, moments that probably Embezzled. didn't happen or Embezzled. that you know were Embellished. were yeah embellished. Sensationalized, yeah. Wait, Sensationalized. that's on uh, HBO, right? It's on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit! It's John fucking C. Riley. great. Yeah, it's Jerry West. It's a great man. There are some names on that motherfucker. They have a uh, Adrian Brody as oh, Pat uh, Pat Riley. Oh, okay, yeah, like I gotta watch it. yeah, mm-hmm. it's fucking great. It's a great, great, great show. And then the actors that they got for these roles, like they're falling. Like the dude that plays Kareem. Yeah, is good. Fuck. The guy that plays Magic too. Yeah, the guy that plays Magic. You, I, I and see Magic. Then the guy that's playing uh, Jerry West, he came out in that one movie with uh, Tom Hardy. Jason, uh, he's John C. Reilly. Venom? No, no, Jerry West. John C. Reilly's a. Uh, it's uh, Jason Clark, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's his he name. He was in. Oh, he's. Bust, he's been in a bunch of shit. He's yeah. been in a bunch of shit. But yeah. What's the name of the movie? It's a show called uh, I forgot you were there, Luis. Uh, hi. <laughs> it's called Winning Time. <laughs> it's called Winning Time. It's I about the Lakers. I know that Magic didn't sign off on it. A lot of players, a lot of the uh, team players, didn't sign off on it. I, I, I can imagine. Yeah, because it doesn't depict them as the most innocent uh, people. Yeah. Jerry West's story is crazy. If you guys know about his story, his his dad like being abusive and no. him like wanting to go after him, like it's it's intense. Really? Ever, yeah. If you ever get a chance, go to. I, Sometimes listen to Dan Patrick's because he interviews a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few years ago, Jerry West like opens up. It's like a twenty minute interview of like this shit. Uh, that that feels like it's through. not long enough. Yeah. yeah, but it just gives you a, a glimpse <laughs> into like one of the greatest GMs. You're just like, oh shit, this fool was like literally yeah, broken even home. watching yeah, even watching like Winning Time and like the shit like I'm yeah. I, I love that show and I'm not a Lakers fan, but I love <laughs> that show. Yeah, because it t- does take me back to a time when. The Lakers were dope to me. Mm-hmm. Well, that, honestly, that was like where their brand was made. I feel like yeah. it was. That was so established. Dude, yeah. You gotta watch this shit because it kind of like give establishes. It, I, I need a little bit more episodes so I can binge it a little bit. It's five episodes right now. I need more than that. Man. Oh shit! You want more? Dude, binge. I just did all of that. How long are the episodes? Season. They're an hour long. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah they're oh. hour long episodes. Okay, so maybe well, it's worth it. It's, it's on HBO. Yeah, Adam McKay's the the writer and director. Oh. Okay, he uh, he did the big that. short. He uh, I mean he was a partner oh, with Will Ferrell forever. Yeah, he's big yeah, short. Um, he did uh, Step Brothers. Oh shit! Okay. He's done a bunch of shit. This is like a dark comedy because it it gets pretty fucking intense, but it's funny as shit. It's like a, it it's smart. It's the perfect casting for uh, what's his name from that plays Jerry. Uh, Jerry Buss? Yeah. John C. Riley? John C. John C. Riley is perfect. That's what my friend was saying. Perfect, perfect is Jerry Buss. Perfect Bus. casting friend. Absolutely perfect, I gotta, dude. I gotta watch that. I think Atlanta is pretty dark. 
in the new season. Of oh, Spring this Day. new season? Yeah, I just Bro. saw it last night. I haven't, Ooh, fuck. I haven't yeah, watched it. It's only like three episodes right now. Yeah. I gotta it's, watch yeah, it. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Yo, that's It's been the best. Yo, they fucking go off. Yeah. Don't say shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the oh first, uh, their first episode alone already. is like, whoa. Yo, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, am I watching the right show? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? It's probably the best TV show right now. It's amazing. I don't know. Winning time's pretty fucking good, man. I believe it. And there's some anime out there that's been amazing. So I don't know. Don't have tell me said, about the best TV show on, on TV uh, right now. Have, uh, have you seen the first uh, seasons of Alana? Yeah. Like the first yeah. seasons? Yeah, absolutely. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, great, I haven't right tapped into it. Yeah, it's a good it's a good show. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's so it, like the, the later part of season two kind of is a segue into the darkness. It like it starts getting dark from there and then now it's just like really? whoa, what the fuck? What yeah. part are you yeah. talking about specifically? Uh without saying too much for No, that's fine. No, 12 year old No, it's just like I'll forget by that, that, uh, <laughs> the one episode where uh Glover plays like two characters. Oh, that's a great forget, one. Yeah, I forget what the fucking his name was, but it that shit gets Teddy? all fucking yeah. Gets fucking weird and then from there it's like I oh. think like it kind of Flips and then now they're started getting to like the nitty gritty shit of yeah like abstract like it's just it's like some eyes wide shut yeah, kind of shit yeah a little shit. bit yeah a little no. bit yeah oh. it, it, it's also like smart you it's know it's so smart like it's it's like it it that, has yeah. a lot of critiques you can't be dumb and watch like, this shit because you won't get it <laughs> yeah bro okay. no, like it, it talks it gets into like yeah like capitalism and. Racism, I don't know. I guess it's pretty intense, like Yo, for right. a show. Especially the last, like yeah. kind of show. The last, the last episode for sure. It was like was all like, that. Oh, well, the last episode was amazing. Yeah, yeah, dude. And that's all I kept dude, thinking the whole time. I was, like, motherfucking capitalism, I man. I gotta watch it. I, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen the new season. Yeah, it's oh, funny. It's really good. It's very funny though. But it's, it's there's a lot of truth in it too. I yeah, mean, there is. So it's like satire. Yeah, a little bit. Or yeah, a commentary on what society is like. Right yeah, now. A little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah, it's not so like, obvious, but yeah, there's. Yeah, just watch it. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> so I'll next watch. week you guys talk like, about it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's not satire, but it's more like a like a very self aware critique. Yeah, you've never. Uh, seen it's kind of like Larry David, you know, like he's self aware about how much of a rich piece of shit he can be. <laughs> you rich prick. <laughs> and it's like, so just, yeah, and it, just, it makes fun of he makes fun of himself about yeah. it the whole time. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna make a lot of money off of this. I like being a rich prick. Hey man, I wish I was a rich prick. Oh, Larry David is hilarious, man. Like, he is he's so he's fucking, fucking funny, funny as shit. But he's also a rich prick. I just love that he, he got out, he got that one guy out of jail. No, he's he's the funniest. Larry David person. What you ever watch you ever watch uh, that uh, the long shot? The, 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 not doc, the documentary, not the book. But no, the, no, no, I haven't. Um, have you seen the Louise? Yeah, yeah. The um, it's the one thing where like that guy got accused. For doing some shit he was not there at, and then he came out in the background of yeah. his TV show, yeah, and, and and they were able to prove that he was there at the scene of the crime, and he was able to get out of jail. Yeah, he was it's kind of, of funny. I think accused of killing someone, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And he, you know, we got arrested, and then at trial, he was like, you know, saying like, I was at a Dodger game with my daughter, like, what? You, and then they, long story short, they found like his um, through, um, I guess he made a phone call. To his, to his mom or someone so they figure out through this what satellite it hit and like okay he's in that vicinity so it's like in the same area um and then he like randomly remembered they were filming something and then they were filming an episode of, of curb. curb there oh, and the he, comes, he comes out in the background at the same time in that the dodger crime stadium happened at dodger stadium wow. remember the one where he gets he picks up the prostitute to go in the carpool lane 
Uh-uh. Yeah. You know, he's what? trying to get to Dodger Stadium. Yeah. And so he picks up that prostitute, mm-hmm. that one and lady. And he showed the, the still frame. He's in, her name. He, he, he remembers because I think his daughter wanted a mm-hmm. candy or something. So he like, he like, he okay, got let's up. go. He, he got up. In the and they hold him to stop. Oh, and then they're like, filming. they're filming. And then he goes up. And then you can see him come up. And it was just like, <laughs> that one moment he was in court, he was just like, oh. Vindicated. Wow. Yeah, he dude. was just like, oh. Yeah. Wow. And if you know anything about the court system in this society, yeah, it is not... In your favor. Yeah, it's not. Never in your favor. Guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, Yeah, that's what you can prove. That's why I forgot all about that. You know, I take it back, Larry David. Can you imagine that? Like, and then you owe it all to Larry David. Because you can only imagine, you know, I never thought about this, but when I was watching, I was like, I wonder how many times production companies get like requests to get footage because something happened. Mm, just the you know what I mean? And he could easily be like, man, fuck that shit. Yeah, you know? nah, I'm not going to give it to you. Yeah, or well, whatever. Like, uh, Oh, well. But then yeah. he was, you know, they were actually winning to say, yeah, you know. That's fucking crazy. Tape. So, yeah. Hey, shout, shout out to Larry David for saving yeah. man's life. <laughs> yeah, man. It's... Can you imagine for him for remembering? Yo, like, yeah. yo, I have proof. <laughs> yeah. Man. How outlandish it must be. Like, yeah. Larry David was recording so, Kirby Enthusiasm at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> If you go- yeah, yeah. If you Google it, you get do long shot documentary. It's on Netflix because there's also a book called The Long Shot by uh, Craig Hodges. Mm-hmm. So that's funny, long shot because he kind of it was a long shot. Mm. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna try this. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, if it was me, I wouldn't have remembered because I'd be high as shit and I wouldn't remember <laughs> any of that. Like, but can what? you imagine, like, but if there- if that wouldn't have gone through, like he would have been stuck in jail. Yeah. But there was a deep, something yeah. deeper to it though, because there was something with the daughter though. No, wasn't it? Was he like in? Custody battle or something like I think that. So. It was yeah. something because I remember I mean, there's a lot to it was a reason that. why he was there with his daughter that mm. day. Okay. I don't remember exactly why, but there was a reason why she, why he took yeah. her to that game. Yeah, yeah, you got to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty good cool. though. Definitely pretty good. Yeah, it took was, that, was that the episode where, um, what's his name, Abumhauser or fuck, I forgot his name, but he passed away and doesn't want to share his seat with him. Is it? Oh yeah, I think it might be. You talking about the big dude with the deep voice, right? Yeah, I think uh, Funkhauser, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Funkhauser. He had like an extra seat that he leaves for like somebody he remembers. And he yeah, <laughs> and he gives him the tickets. <laughs> yeah, him and Larry David kind of went that. I don't know. That's, yeah. That episode was great. But yeah, so then this whole thing is he's trying to get the Dodger Stadium in traffic. And so he just picks up the prostitute and takes her to the game with him. Just like, just so he can get in the carpool lane. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's what's her, I forget her name, but she's an old school like comedian. <sighs> Can you imagine all those scenarios, having to think of all these awkward scenarios and how cringe some of this shit mm-hmm. is? Oh, yeah. Because there's so many I, uh, times on Curb where, I'm, where I can't even look. I can't watch I them can't, consecutively. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, dude. It's so, I, like, I get anxiety just watching Larry David go through some get of that cold shit. cold sweats like, and oh shit. Oh, my God, no. But, you know, that, that's the best thing about the show. You see it coming, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's but, true. That is very true. Uh, like, but, oh, God. I am I am the Mexican Larry David though. My friends call me that. <laughs> I can see that. That's I always get myself into weird situations like that all the time where I'm like, you said it go, well, it's, it's nothing. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna ask. And then you get that <laughs> fucking Yeah. That's hilarious. Like the other day I was at a bar and there was like this beer they used to they were serving like at a in a tall glass for a long time and it was like a 12% beer so I always buy it because it was like $8 and they give you like a pint mm-hmm. of it and it's like 12% beer so I'm like fuck it and they started serving it in small glasses to you know for people to get too fucked up but my homie gets it uh-huh. and he gets a pint and I'm like oh, I'm gonna order it and I get the fucking 8 ounce pour when I order mine 
like, I'm like, should I ask? Like, this is kind of weird. Like, they gave me the pint. I'm, I got the fucking eight ounce pour. We're paying the same price. I don't know, man. Like, I, I need to. I need more alcohol for this shit. <laughs> shit like that. Crazy. And it happens. It's cringe. <laughs> it happens. But yeah, I get it, Luis. Uh, who is? Oh, uh. Oh, that sister, sister, the mo- the mom from sister, sister. Jack, Jackie. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, I think so, something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I think I do remember that episode. Yeah, yeah, she's fucking hilarious in that episode too. Cause the whole time she's like, "Well, buy me like snacks and shit like that." And she's, she's funny sit- as shit. She's sitting next to him at the Dodger game the whole time, just making a scene. <laughs> it's pretty funny though. That's great. Yeah, fucking Larry David, man, coming through. Yeah, in the clutch. Um, are they picking that show back up or what? Or is he done? No, I think it's still. They still have like. I think they do. It's been going. He's doing more seasons. They're yeah, just. He's, I don't spare, see him sparse. stopping. Yeah, I don't see him like, stopping. He's just gonna maybe take a, a year or two off and then come back with a new season. Like I think that's what a lot of shows are doing too, just in general. Like sometimes you won't get. No, no, I'm good. Sometimes you won't get. An episode, an, uh, a new season mm. for a couple of years. Oh like, yeah. Especially now because of COVID and everything, they've like kind of spread shit out. Yeah. Like, um, there was like Atlanta's a good example. Yeah. You didn't get anything for like, Atlanta for like over two, a year, two years. Two years. Two years. Yeah. yeah. It was supposed to drop last year, and then something happened. The same pandemic. thing happened with um, pandemic happened. And then something yeah, happened. The pan- some some small some event. Smart, I don't pandemic. Know. Co- the something. Plan- the pandemic. Yeah. Um, Jesus. It, Louis C.K. Same thing when he still had his show. Every it, it wouldn't come off like it wouldn't come out like right away. I think there was a for the, the last season there was like a, a a year and a half two year break. Oh. So we we're starting to see a lot of that, which I'm not mad at because yeah. sometimes you just need yeah, they, they time, the time to write to, something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, Jack Reacher too. Like, where's the new fucking season? Jack Reacher. Yeah, like we should years. have a new a new yeah, episode. Yeah, but then but then think about like. Old school TV, uh huh. Like we've been watching like a shitload of like we just saw the uh, the Rick the uh, Lucy and Ricardo documentary. Oh, that was great. It was really good. I fucking love. I did. I most of the shit that they talked about. I was like, well, I did not know that. Dude. I did not know they had a whole fucking empire. Bro, yeah, literally. Yeah, what then, we know is oh. Paramount now. Lucy and was Desi Lu uh, Productions. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah. yeah I didn't. I just Lou didn't Studios. know this. I didn't know the magnitude it had. Though. Yeah, it's you know she was crazy. a communist. Her dad was apparently. Yes, her and, father. Yeah. She, there was a whole thing. Lu- Lu- Go ahead. Lucy Lou? No. No. <laughs> Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball. Oh, yeah. Her dad was also a communist. Yeah, her dad was a communist. Yeah, she actually, they surveyed her until <clears throat> she died. Yeah, the whole. She was a red diaper baby. Uh-huh. Uh, Lucille Ball? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of celebrities that were. Yeah, there was that whole, uh, what was it? The McCarthy? McCarthyism? McCarthy? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Ronald, Reagan used, Ronald Reagan was the one uh, informant hired. Who snitch on all the commie actors? Have you ever seen Trumbo? He's a little bitch. That's with Brian Cranston. Yeah, fuck Reagan. You seen Brian Cranston in Trumbo? No. Watch it, Trumbo. It's an old movie. Uh-huh. Brian Cranston's amazing. Yeah, That's Brian exactly Cranston. what it is. Yeah, it's about McCar- it's the McCarthy. Uh, oh really? Era. Yeah, he's like the fucking biggest Hollywood producer at the time. He's a communist, and essentially gets asked to come before Congress and declare that he's a communist. Him and all his buddies that they know are, but they go up there and they just you know they just. Don't they just don't answer the question pretty much, and they get blackballed completely from Hollywood. Like he goes from the fucking biggest director producer in Hollywood to just and like writer. Yeah, he has to come up through like a, through like a scummy fucking film uh, company and start putting together all these cheesy fucking films, and then he they start realizing, oh, this fool knows what he's doing, and he kind of starts climbing, reclaiming his shit. Like, 
But yeah, it's, it use different names too just to get a job. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Completely blackball, bro. That was an actual time, bro. In the so 50s. he would have to use different names in order to get work. Yeah. That was Damn. the thing back then. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know. I know this all happened. That's yeah. crazy. Well, like, it was the stigma behind being a communist at the time. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Um, question, question for the both of you: What do you guys think is socialism, communism, like in, in that whole umbrella? I think, I think for the for the most part, it's just breaking everybody off evenly. Like everybody gets the same share. Like we're all, you know, that we could all share what? a little more of everything of the pie. Free like health care, yeah. education, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That, that and then you. Yeah, I mean, the, the basic hallmarks of a socialist program is that everyone in society has a constitutional right to housing, has a constitutional right to health care, has a constitutional right to a job, and if you cannot work, then you are provided an income by the government because you're not able to work. And these are, like, the hallmarks of a socialist yeah, program. Yeah, like the pillars. Mm-hmm. These are the pillars. Yeah. And this is what's been demonized by the capitalist system and has been, you know, t- flipped around, twisted, saying that the government's going to do this, the government's going to do that. But in reality is that everyone in society has access to basic life, right? And yeah. I can agree with now, that. It yeah. also it also goes into the work of production, right? Owning the means of production. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? Right now we all go to work for who? For a boss. For a boss, yeah. So they can make money, right? Now in a socialist society, all that money will go to us, right? That money will go into feeding education, we'll go into feeding to infrastructure. Um I think Biden's proposing the $800 billion military budget this year. Mm. Just imagine what we can do with $800 billion a year. Oh, yeah. Just for sure. here alone. For right. Sure. So he's just flipping it to us. Yeah. Yeah, but. And not only that. Uh, sorry, go No, go go ahead, please. No, yeah, not only that, but to antagonize, right? Mm. Like, there's no defense happening. This is antagonizing yeah. people for $800 billion. Like, you know, like, if. If it was like the USSR, we're like, fuck it, we have to spend some money to defend ourselves against shit because we were, we're being antagonized against by other shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're just kind of investing money to antagonize mm-hmm. and start shit. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and I think like, you know, what Abraham's saying is like, um, you know, so like, I mean, social society, communist society is a little, there's a bunch of terms that kind of get lost in what communist and socialist society is, but. Um, and I, I find it funny because people say socialism as a way to be like, oh, it sounds nicer. But when in reality, it's like actually <laughs> nicer to say social uh, communism over social uh, socialism because socialism is like the transition stage, you would say, mm-hmm. of like building, you know, having to fight against a capitalist hegemony yeah. or dominated, domination of, 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 of the means of production. Um, so having to create the resources to counter that and, and then some of for some of creating those resources of countering that is through um um like, like i said like what the us is our data we're like oh we're gonna have to fund some shit uh time thinking i stick with my dog lola <laughs> that's why i'm gonna lola she didn't agree with your communist way like, yeah dude. lola lola she's, 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 she's in check bro she, she she's in t- she's antagonizing me right now <laughs> and i'm gonna kick her ass to the curve she's like hey man where's dinner bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think like the uh, one thing I do want to say is that uh, you know we're we're not just socialists, but we're Marxist Leninists. We believe in scientific socialism, mm-hmm. right? Before we got into a capitalist society, we lived in a feudal society. So right, so capitalism was like the next stage of advancing society forward. Mm-hmm. 
socialism is the next stage of, 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 of pushing society forward after capitalism. We live in a okay. stage right now in a society that we are in the overproduction of capitalism, meaning that we are overproducing what we need, and it's only being produced so that the rich can get richer, right? right. It's okay. not being produced to we need it. house people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's being produced to make money, mm-hmm. right? Right. So That's why we have we, so many empty buildings here. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, nobody Mar- Marx, Marx and Lenin, they didn't, Len, you know, they didn't believe that the revolution was going to happen in their country. That it was going to happen in an in advanced industrialized country because they were already producing. They have all the resources. And then they would kind of go into uh, other places. But what happened was the opposite. You see all these poor countries saying, Fuck this. <laughs> the system doesn't poor. work for us. Yeah, tired of being we, poor. We don't want to be colonized by a foreign power. We want to be, be, be self-determined and determine our own future. And so that's the next step of, of after capitalism is going to be socialism, where you okay. start to solve all the ills of society, of capitalist society, and then hopefully go into a communist society where you live in a classless society where everyone's, you know, you, you've eradicated ra- racism, xenophobia, all the ills of the society that we live in now in a, co- a little, in a collective effort. But isn't that a little too idealistic? Because we're, we're human beings. So the idea that human beings are all going to end up agreeing with each other. Well, that's not, but that's not, that's not what he's saying, though. He's saying the idea that, like, we're all on the same page. We're like, some racist shit goes down. Mm. There's no like, hey, we got to go to trial for 17 months and blah, blah, try to figure this shit out. It's like the stance is not. Nah, it was racist. Fuck, that's racist. We don't fuck with that mm. shit. You I get, mean, I'd love yeah, that. Yeah, but, I mean, in, in the revolution, like in Cuba, for example, when they had a revolution, I think per every thousand births, there was 34 babies that died at birth. Now it's like at three or four. So you, you re- reconstruct all of society at a re- after a revolution to fill the needs of the, of the people. Like, you don't care about fucking businesses. You don't care yeah. about the profits. Yeah. I mean, look, look in China right now. They're shutting down, uh, I forgot the name of the town, just to test because there was a 6,000 COVID test that came out positive. Mm-hmm. And they didn't care about people going to work. Nope, you stay home. Food's being delivered to you. No one's getting fired. We're going to test everyone. We're going to trace everything. So this whole town don't, no longer has COVID. And then you can go back to work afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. don't care about businesses. I mean, they could. They wouldn't do it here because... Money is a uh, yeah because we got to go to work. You got to go to work. You got to go to work. Like I love work though, so that's a little weird. Well, you think that, you <laughs> think fine. it could happen here in the states? Like, will the, the next step think, of socialism? I think I think uh, what Joe was saying about like, being idealistic, you know, like and it's something I learned through like you know when you travel all around the world, like you know, and and one thing that Marx really talks about is like oh shit, like human condition is dictated by conditions. Like people mm-hmm. will fucking yeah. They'll rob when they like if you, if, you create, if you create the right conditions, people will follow it. Mm-hmm. And if you travel around the world, like you see that, like in America, we have a fucking cutthroat lifestyle. We're all humans in the world, and I mean, I'm using Den. I'm using when I went to Denmark, I went to fucking Copenhagen, which is not a really a social society, but it's kind of like closer to it than probably we are. Um, but over there, people demand that shit. They're like demand less cars. Yeah. The government like provides more bicycles, provides more time off, more pay. They're, they're taxed like 40%, but they're like, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, man, yeah. as long as it fixes, as long as I'm not paying a lot of rent, as long as my healthcare's done, yeah. and as long as some shit's done, yeah, like, I'm fine. They're yeah. like, definitely fine with it. Cannabis and like, tax is and we pay that shit willingly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't pay yeah. shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, it should be lower, yeah. but we pay that's it. it. That's what I'm saying. That's, but that's yeah. what I'm saying to give it perspective. Like we pay a 50% cannabis like, tax just to get this shit going. Yeah. They'll be like, all right, guys, cut the shit. All right. 
and to answer your question of so so it, so what I'm saying at Township, sorry not to cut you off, but like no, yeah, good. it's like it's like oh, it's like oh shit, like people live differently everywhere else. Like human humans are not human pieces of shit everywhere else as much as here, mm-hmm. and people will adapt to being a piece of shit. And you see that when you go to like different parts of, of the world and you're like, Oh shit. Like people are okay with being less pieces of shit here and in some manner or not, you know, and, and a human condition is dictated by where you go and what things happen, you know, yeah. uh, things are being yeah. provided to them and things are being met or not. Okay. It's a long, long. Yeah. But to answer your question, if, if it can happen here, yes, it can happen here. Um, I mean, it's been close. It's been really close, and then it got really close. Um, you know, the, the the United States is, you know, to say, I mean, there's no way to say it, but it's one of the most brutal societies that's ever existed. It's a country that's been built on exterminating the Native mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. The Southern Colonial Project was not a project of, like, hey, let's work with the people that live here. No, it's let's kill them off. Yeah, it's our I shit. I mean, our second president was known for that shit. Um you know, it's a, it's a society and a country and institutions that have been built off exterminating and enslaving people. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the institutions that were created there are still here. And when you have a racist institution, you're not going to get justice. You're not going to get a democracy. You're going to get a dictatorship of mm-hmm. a small few people that rule the world over the rest of the people. Um, so that alone is a, is a reason to overthrow the society, to overthrow the system. Um, and you can see it. I mean, you can... You can see it. I mean, if you just go back in a few decades, I mean, two years ago, I think uh, it was reported that like seven out of ten people went to a protest. It's about 34 million people mm-hmm. in this country mm-hmm. in one summer against what? Racism, police brutality, right? Two things that were like foundational to building this country, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So that shows that people are, are, are seeing it. Mm-hmm. They're tired of it. Mm-hmm. They don't want it anymore. They want a new a new way of a new way of living a new a new society. Um, you saw it in the Occupy movement, right? There was popping Occupy, off. Yeah. I mean, under Obama alone, under Obama alone, there were so many social system or uh, social uprisings, right? You had the national, the indigenous movement with no, no dapple, the pipeline. You had mm-hmm. the fight for fifteen, Black Lives Matter. I mean, you had all these social unrest because people were seeing like, you have a Democratic president, and you have the first Black president, yet. All this shit's happening to us still. Yeah, and it doesn't changed. it doesn't take a you know much to realize that this shit ain't working for me. Yeah, right. You're going to work. Yeah, yeah, but the right rich people need to be a part of this movement too. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Not even. Uh, you don't think so? No, bro. I would have said that to you maybe five years ago. I would have said yeah. Mm-hmm. Not no more, bro. Because the thing is, what? and it, it seems really simplistic, but mm-hmm. it's it's really just in the solidarity movement, bro. Like literally, fifteen thousand broke motherfuckers can do a lot of shit the thing is everybody getting on the same page mm-hmm. and that's the whole divide and conquer shit and it sounds kind of crazy like when you talk about it like almost conspiracy theorists oh they use like sports to divide you religion but they straight up do yeah they do like they straight up do like fact and but we treat it like it's not like dude even like yeah. and i'm saying this as like a fucking hardcore like sports bro for 35 fucking years i'm 38 i think mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, and and I think everybody. I mean, Deech. I mean, we just we're recent friends, but I think I mean I've known Abraham since fucking what I don't know, like thirty billion years ago. It feels like Uh, I've known Joe for at least twenty fucking years. Damn near. Yeah, I've known this fool since he was a goddamn freshman, like bugging me. You know, (laughs) teenager. Yeah, 
So I'm just speaking of, of experience because it's really tough to kind of like disconnect when you when you want to. Like mm-hmm. for me, dude, I was like, this is a fucking drug. Like this shit is like, I, I might as well be smoking some crack. Yeah, I can't disconnect, baby. <clears throat> yeah. I no, love we, consuming. We, uh, <laughs> I think I think with each, you know, like I, and I send you and Abraham. We have a chat going on. That's how it all started. We're called the Vent Room. And yeah. it's like you know, it's back the on vent the vent vent like venting. Yeah. And yeah. it just started because you know, I guess she gets lonely and we're like, just want to talk shit and be like, you try to vent about yeah. so I started this chat and it's like I mean like I, you guys I, I venting I about think... capitalism? Uh a lot of yeah. the times, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes no. Sometimes yeah. we're like or sharing shoot articles jerseys or, or shit. Yeah. It's like a think take, I feel like. Yeah. Most of the time. But yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I think there's got to be, like, strategic alliances we got to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and I send these guys all this shit. Like, I've been reading about Bolivia, and well, I don't want to get too deep into that shit. But it's, like, you know, it's, it's not so, like, and I think Abraham mentioned China. It's, like, it's not such, like, a such cut, cutthroat thing because it's, like, we live in a cap. The, the water is capitalism. Mm-hmm. In order to swim out of the water, you have to use the, you have to swim out of the water. is capitalism. It's not, like, it's not... The whole water is capitalism. Yeah, there's and no it's got to be like, mm-hmm. and it's got to be like, in order to swim out of it, you have to like go through that kind of water. There's like no other kind of water, <laughs> right? And we're trying to create a different place to swim in, but so I think it's like you know the strategic alliances it's, that happen. Like I think, in, yeah, I read a lot. Of, I read a lot about Bolivia, and Bolivia couldn't just get rid of rich people because they're like, well, they're, they're going to come here and coop us. If we don't create like an alliance with some middle class people, not even like rich billionaires, but like just like some kind of, you know, rich or wealth, and some shit with China, like it's the reason why China doesn't go and kill every billionaire they have because yeah. they know that the the globe is capitalist and yeah. they have to kind of function around how to like use mechanisms to maneuver and get out, and yeah. that's kind of where Marxism comes, and Marxism comes into play, right? It's like. You, you gotta exist in the world. You, you, we don't, and, it's, and it comes down to like what Ray say about sports, which is uh, we like sports, yeah. and although they're capitalists, but it's like sports. good sports can sports. exist. Yeah, and and they could they could, they could be better, yeah. but they're not. But we're also like that's where the working class is at. Well, it's like, but it's more, l- l- sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I mean, I'm saying like even take it more simplistic. Like, has anybody here been a part of a baseball team, a soccer team? Like on the weekends and shit. What do you do after like the game? You fucking chill. You maybe have eat, some beers. You have some, some food, right? And why do people enjoy that? Like that's not professional sports. Like we think sports Lakers, mm. but sports ain't Lakers. It's basketball, and people like playing basketball. Like we all grew up playing basketball yeah. before we were probably even Laker fans, mm-hmm. right? So that's kind of what he's like. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And some of us oh, kind of yeah. fell too hard, and we became <laughs> Clipper fans. <laughs> and that's a real hurt. fan. That's a real the, fan. The capitalist society, like you have. You know, we're, we're always shoved down our throats and, and ingraining to our heads that we live in an individualist society, right? Yeah. Pick up, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, do it yourself and all yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, they don't teach you about, like, all the social gains that we've made in society. It didn't come because one person did something, right? Right. The eight-hour workday yeah. that we all do. That unions. wasn't that was yeah it was the unions that fought for that the weekend mm-hmm. right vacation time unions now, the right to vote power hungry and well I mean now we can we can <laughs> I mean, we can go into we, we can go into personal. the USD you know going through a deunionizing mm-hmm. you know decades decades ago um, but what I'm saying is like going into the we're not taught about the collectiveness mm-hmm. right because they don't want you to know that if you get along with all your community 
yeah. and you take 80 million people into the to the White House and say, hey, we want health care for free, they know that their time is up, right? Mm-hmm. They don't want to teach you how what we can do as a collective. Right. Um, of course they don't. I mean, because then we won't have $7 gas prices and shit. Because as a collective, we'd be like, man, fuck this. Mm-hmm. And we for 30 stopped. fucking days, yeah. less than 30 days, they would that shit would shut down yeah. immediately. But yeah. the problem we are is, getting to like a boiling point, or we're we at were the boiling we were point. I I feel like we've pa- we I feel like we're simmering again. I don't feel like we're boiling anymore. Mm. Well, yeah, th- we're, we're overdue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think we are overdue for like a, a a catastrophic change. If I had to say, so well, what's the catalyst that? for that though? <clears throat> huh? Maybe gas. War. Maybe. Well, the, de- war the Democrat. Well, we whenever there's war. a Democrat in office, they're known to be the graveyard of of social movement. Mm. Yeah. Republicans always spark up everything. I think I think Ukraine so is a good example. Republicans back in. And yeah, well, we've Belarus. been Democrats since like the '90s, right? California, anyway. Well, yeah, California, like, yeah, but not really. California is mostly like just Wilson. It's, 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 it's the main cities that are Democrat. Everything is Republican. Everything's red. Like percentage of it. I mean, but I think the whole Ukraine part is that's happening. Kind of is showing us that we're at a boiling point. Like the U.S. has no relevant no relevancy right now, and it's trying to. And it can out propaganda itself into rel- relevancy, like it has been able to do so before. Um, and I think that's kind of showing the boiling point, right? Is I think it's like oh, people are thinking more. Like I think we're uh, we're over, yeah. the U.S. has overplayed their hand, and they can't pull off the same shit. They can't pull off. They can't pull off Iraq mm-hmm. the same way they they could try to pull off uh, Ukraine. Um, they can't pull off Ukraine the same way they try they pull off Iraq. Right, yeah. You know, and, and somebody made an interesting post. Like, if Iraqis had cell phones in 2000 with cameras, we'll see some really crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very like, true. You know, very true. I think. Like, but it, go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just. I, I think it's. I think we're. I think we're getting desperate, and I think it shows. I think the the, the world is moving in a different direction. Uh, you know, empires fall, and I don't know. I don't know whether the U.S. will fall like hard or like. It'll take like a soft L, like the well, USSR did, and we're like, all right, cool, yeah. we lost, fuck it. Well, no, I think I this, think, this uh, scenario is a little different because it's affecting all white people. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah the, exactly. You know, the U.S. is a declining empire. Uh, I think it was like in 2015, the Pentagon reported that it's it's a declining uh, influence in the world, uh, and then after that, they they um, reported that the the war on terror is no longer a thing, and now the, the number one priority is uh, major power conflict, which is with Russia and China. Yeah. Um, which you know, is if if you're, I mean, for those for scary. those who are mm-hmm. who are paying attention, then they know they know that the U.S. is in decline. Um, but you know, they they're very brutal, so it's gonna it's gonna destroy a lot of countries and, and lives. But yeah. those who are not paying attention, who are just looking at CNN and Fox, or are, are thinking that you know, if you already have a like, if you already think that the U.S. is like this democracy and like this good loving type of government, then uh, yeah. you have to unpack that first and yeah. just kind of. Yeah, because it, I mean, it's, it's tough if you just think about like myself. I mean, I'm just a fucking. I was born in Mexico, and I stand here at 38, I think. Um, <laughs> at uh, 38, I think, and um, you know, and I sit on fucking land that was ours, that literally was taken from us, and yeah. still has not been returned, and we still sit here, and it's like, so it's kind of, it's really weird for me to try to defend the country that like I currently know the status of, you know, like I come across a lot of Latinos who sit here and they say like really like. Like right as shit, like Republican as shit sometimes, and I'm like, 
oh motherfucker like fool you got the cactus on your forehead fool and yeah. you're like standing here in this country as they say fuck you guys this is ours and then just took it right i mean we put up a fight but they took it and since then they've t- just took it and it's just theirs i mean you gotta imagine, imagine like your home somebody just come in and say hey man i really like your living room bro you know what i'm gonna take that shit and you fight, and they still take it, bro. And there's nothing you can do after that. And you don't have rights because oh. they didn't even have the right but, to but vote. The, so. But you can pay the, to live there again. Uh, yeah, but the, the thing I is, like, like you know, like what Joe was saying, right? Like, <laughs> oh, the question that Joe, the, the question that Joe asked is like, what what happens? Um, you know, it's affecting white people, and it's right. Like, and what happens when white people get affected? You know, like you get like full on fascism when they like they don't want to give up any power or leverage, right? Oh. And that's also like a scary scenario. I think we need to get more white people. Uh, Do y'all have any questions? I honestly but, but, don't. Uh, Learning a lot. I no. Yeah, I, also, I feel no. Go ahead, Luis. But also, like you know, like what Ray was asking about, like you know, like like each you Korean, you know, the, the U.S. made Korea a base, a military base, and told Koreans to fuck off, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like we all have like. One thing you learn about being in America as an immigrant or like a non-white person, you're like, oh shit, like we're all here for a lot of the same reasons. Like, this country kind of fucked over or took over. or Yeah, they fucked over. Koreans mm-hmm. in Korea. Like, during the war, they were comfort women for these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Not just for the Japanese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Korean culture is very much, uh, there's a lot of prostitution that's embedded in the history. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite, like, I mean, that's why I, I love Korean people and, like, I always admire it because, like, the, the story there is very, like, you know, Korea is a whole on military base of the U.S. now, mm. and it exists as, as a satellite kind of military base, and people are very resistant. But we're all we all left. We came. I mean, like, you know, Ray was asking, like, you know, somebody came and sat in our homes to to fuck off, <laughs> and you know, I, I'm Mexican. Dave is Mexican. Joe's Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, we're all Mexican. So like, we all get that shit all the time. We get it in this. Yeah. Sorry, Luis, hold on a sec. Yeah, Joe's going to have to do a little yeah, bit of editing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe's going to have a little editing right here. Get the timestamp, Joe. <laughs> no, so what? We don't, we don't edit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. This, it was none there of was his business. There was a brief interruption. <laughs> they were trying to... He didn't, know, he didn't know if he had to lock up or not. We're getting locked in here overnight. Yeah. No, I have the keys. I have the keys. It's okay, man. I got two more joints, I think, so we can... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but... Nice. Sorry, sorry, guys. Um, I think Luis was... I'll, go ahead, Luis. Joe's Mexican. Um, Oh. Yeah, you were saying Joe's no, so like, uh, All I'm saying, like, is, you know, like, when, when like, um, Ray was like, oh, like, you know, somebody comes to your house and takes your shit and, like, fuck off and all that shit, right? Like, I mean, like, we all get it. Like, we're all, like, we're all, like, you know, we're, we're all Mexican. That shit happened to us. Uh, us. You know, it happened to Koreans. Mm-hmm. It happened to mostly mm-hmm. every immigrant yeah. group. Yeah, that's, that's what, you, that's what I've noticed. Uh, it yeah, happened yeah, all yeah, over yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. world. The same uh, to but everybody. It's like, so, it's Go ahead. Um, actually, no. I'll I'll ask the question after you're you're done. You going? No, it's just I think what he what he's saying is um, the U.S. uses the same playbook for every country. Yeah, yeah. every yeah, invasion. No. It's just All copy time. and paste. It's copy and working. paste. Copy and paste. Yeah, and, exactly. And Guys, why change? Why yeah. why change yeah. anything? Just leave that's been well working. enough alone. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not it's not working <laughs> the same anymore. Is yeah, the thing. so it's not right. So what is what is the next step you think for us as just laymen or people who aren't, don't know about the movement and want to help after hearing stuff like this, right? Because 
This is something that people don't know about. We're all indoc or we were indoctrinated into whatever Absolutely. they taught us in school. Yeah. Um, same for me and my Christianity and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But um, what? Yeah. How, you said we have to unpack this, right? Unpack yeah. this mm -hmm. uh, train of thought or this this way of thinking in order for us to accept um, the real shit that's going on. Mm -hmm. But what? How does one do that? I, I can only speak from my experience of what radical, radicalized me and then wanting to just learn more. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> and you start a lot of reading. A lot of reading, a lot researching. of yeah, researching things that, you know, you you know, right now a lot of people are learning about Ukraine, a lot of people are learning about anti war, mm -hmm. a lot of people are learning about Europe. Um and I would just say just keep digging deeper because the history of Ukraine and Russia is it's it's deep. Mm -hmm. It's deep. I mean at one point they all lived under one government. Mm -hmm in harmony, right? They all enjoy the benefits of socialism, mm -hmm. right? They weren't fighting with each other. Actually, before the Soviet Union, when it was a fed, the, the Russian Federation, you know, the they lived under a, a, a monarchy, right? The, the royal family for two, 300 years, the czar. Um, Ukrainians didn't have a nationality. They had their own language, mm -hmm. they had their own culture, their own thing. Um, and Lenin, the, the leader of the Russian Revolution, you know, came out that, that Russia was a, a, a prison of nations, right? That there's a lot of nationalities here. Mm -hmm. And after the Socialist Revolution, you know, what he did was every country that was like had their own nationality, right? Let them be their own country. Let Ukraine be mm -hmm. Ukraine. Let Ukrainians, I mean, the Soviet Union had like over 168 languages, right? Don't mark me on that. It's like over 100 languages, but like allow them to practice it. Not just boom, you're just like Russian. One, just uh, one thing. Mm. No, it, it was. It's you know it, what it is. It's literally the thirty-two fifty-two. <laughs> it's literally what it is, bro. What's it's that? literally the USSR is the thirty. The oh, thirty-two fifty-two is the organization <laughs> of of uh, fan support uh, clubs for TS for uh, TSG for uh, for yes. uh, oh, LAFC. For uh -huh. So TSG is is one of the clubs that supports under the thirty-two fifty-two umbrella. There were supporters there you group, go. Yeah. And everybody's their own. Everybody yeah. puts their own flavor yeah. on it. Yeah, exactly. But everybody's there for what? For the same cause, the which same is same cause. Us support. Yeah. And it's oh, yeah, not. And it's not about like earlier. Joe said like it's about everybody giving the same. That's the fucking false narrative, bro. Because that's okay. not what it's about. Because yeah. there are more billionaires in China than there are in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So how the fuck does that happen if they're a socialist uh, or they're a communist country, mm -hmm. right? Because like I think somebody said earlier, they've had to kind of integrate capitalism back into their country to further like yeah, the developments that they have made. Yeah, but it's controlled. That's a big myth. That's a big myth. Oh. Yeah. big myth is that you know everybody has to give every, everybody everybody's gonna make yeah. the same money. Like, oh, why why? You know, I don't support it because I remember my friends just tell me, oh, a doctor doesn't make the same thing as a janitor. I'm like, where did you learn that? That's so stupid. Like, <laughs> okay, so where in any communist, and where, where did you learn that? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. So what is what is it exactly that we're, that, that you're presenting? What is, what is, like, if you're trying to pitch me something because mm -hmm. I'm an investor in this, how are you going to convince me that I need to switch to communism? I mean, an investor wouldn't. I mean, you're talking about what are you investing? Are you investing yeah. capital? Because then I would not. No, I mean, well, you're kind of like it, saying like, no, no, no. I'm saying you're at a. You're like, hey, you're at you're at you're at a fucking at a big Wang's, and I'm gonna give you Chuck well, E. Cheese okay, tokens. Okay, maybe that's not the right thing because yeah. that's capitalistic leaning. Okay, yeah. maybe you're just trying to. So how do you switch? Me? How do you how switch? How do you convince somebody? me this? Well, yeah. and that goes to the radicalization but, moment that he spoke to. So, what I've because I'm I'm the newbie. Like, Abraham's been doing this shit for a while. Luis has been doing this shit for a while. I'm the newbie. Yeah. So I've kind of gone through the radicalization process a lot 
more recent. But are you really, really radicalized? I feel like yeah. that that word is being used too loosely. Nah, I mean, like I, you're not really radicalized. You're not fighting. So, in your opinion, yeah, that's like what I'm that, saying. That's that's somebody that's willing to just go all the way, yeah. no matter what, to die for it. Yeah. But you're still, but you, but you still are part of this society. You still you have to be. So you, so you can't, you can't survive. Really I, think, I think I think okay. So, fully stick, stick stick to right? that. Stick to that. Right. Yeah. As as far as like. You're willing to go and die for it, or that you're willing to go and fight for it. it, and it's not necessarily that. It's not like a, a policy that you're that you're just de- you're deciding on, mm-hmm. right? What I believe in, I, I'm as a Marxist, I believe that everyone has a right to, basic needs, right? I agree with that. I ha- I believe that this system needs to be overthrown, and I I believe that us collectively as a society, can do better for us than what the rich people are doing for us now. Right, I agree. Mm-hmm. And if there were to be a revolution tomorrow to overthrow capitalism, I'm gonna be there. Okay. And if yeah. you believe in what I believe in, will you be there too? Yeah. I'm not convinced. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I'm you don't, you're not convinced. I mean, I mean, I'm not convinced uh, uh, that that something like this could happen. Well, I feel like for uh, me, I mean, we're telling you that it's already there. Let, let's just say if it's yeah. it is there because you already pl- you okay. already you already kind of making something up. So let's just make up like tomorrow's gonna be the revolution. Are you gonna be there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would okay. agree. Okay. <laughs> if, if we're literally, if we're literally in, yeah. at, at the point where yeah. tomorrow we're all uh, going to go fight, shit's about to go down, yeah, change, and it's yeah. a very, very, well, very strong chance that this shit is going to shift. So then you, yeah. and you're not even yeah. a socialist. I'm not. You already saying that this system doesn't work for me, and you're learning about another system, right? So you're already admitting that capitalism doesn't work for you, and you're willing to overthrow not it. Not fully. <laughs> well, I guess maybe... Maybe, maybe. What, okay. What's the one thing that's, that's not making thing. it full? For me, is that I love, I love consuming, I love that's buying fine. shit, that's I fine. love, I love spending my money, I love seen, making uh, money. What is it? Be- you, you, Beijing? you would still do that under socialism. Then I'm absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, go. what I'm saying, what yeah. I'm saying is, I agree with everything that you guys are saying. Yeah. But like, like Deej said, for a layman that doesn't know shit, like, what yeah. is it? What is it going to be that convinced me that? So, I'm, I'm you can look at a, at a at a community whoa, whoa, whoa. with. Sorry, go, Luis. Oh no, I mean like, yeah, like I mean like it's um. It sounded like you were so strong. Let me. Okay, I got. I got it. I got it. I got it. No, no. So, so what happens? Yeah, it's not linear. Like you know, shit's not popping off yet. We all live in a society. We're all accountable to each other. I can't just like we can't all just go act like you know, out of rage and anger. And we don't have to back you know, people. You can't just go out because there and protest like we do. You could, we could protest, but we can't, like, you know, we don't, we're, the conditions for, like, where we, where Joe's co- talking about being, they're not there yet. And and it, and, and, and to get ahead of ourselves puts us all into, like, liability to each other because we're all, like, you know, we're all liable to each other still. But, like, we live in it. Like, but Joe's like also. The water still. But I think, but you're missing that Joe, oh. like, Joe's essentially telling us to convince him. Yeah. It's essentially oh, what yeah. it sounds so, like, right? I mean, like, I, 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 th- I, I think. it makes sense. I, I yeah. think, like, how does it, like, how do you I, switch somebody? I, I, I think it's like, you know, if you understand things are wrong and you're not happy, shit could be better. That's mm-hmm. yeah. already like a step. But I also think like, the, that, and this is what I've been learning, especially now, because, like, you know, shit's getting crazy with climate. Like, the questions that have to be answered regardless of not, like climate's gonna make us answer the question. Yeah, uh, socialism or capitalism, and climate's gonna force that question. It's already forcing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to choose. And I think, because you know, we have some of us have children, some of us family members we care about. They're going to the future, and and what kind of future we want to see them live in, and what kind of future we're gonna see them want to see them, yeah. uh, you know, leave behind for them. 
I think climate's gonna force those questions. Like, it's a matter of time. Kinda, yeah, it's a matter of time. You can have to answer. Yeah, you can have to answer the question. Right, right now, you have the choice to be like, oh, I don't know, but yeah, in, when you're fucking in, burning in a couple out. years ago, in a couple years you're gonna have to like semi linear, like it's socialism or capitalism. And, and climate here right and, now. And sorry to cut cut you off loose, but you know, let's be real. We're we're us five five of us. I mean, we're very uh, lucky to be where we're at now in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we have what ten million children starving in this country. Mm-hmm. What seven out of seven, seven out of nine children in in New York are homeless, mm-hmm. right? Like, for stuff. some people, that moment is already now. It's third world you country know? stuff, right? You know, look at the yeah, countries that we that bombed. Makes sense. You know, uh, yeah. So for them, it's like, yo, I went to Iran in 2018, and you know. One of the first things the guy told me in the elevator was like, Does, do a lot of people in your government, like in your country, believe your government? And I was just like, fuck, I wish I can say no. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's because they're being sanctioned. They're, they're cutting off food, they're cutting yeah. off medicine. I mean, they're trying to cut them off from the international market. And you got to give it to them for be able to survive and provide people stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, they might ha- they still have their contradictions and their, you know, the societal ills. But um, for a lot of people, the moment it's now, dude, it's like, yeah. You know, uh, I forgot who, I think what Vijay Prasad said that it's like, you know, the shoe industry made like 20 billion shoes last year or 10 billion, but yet there's like 5 billion kids who don't have shoes. It's mm-hmm. like overproducing things just to yeah. sell, sell, sell and just throw it away. Eventually yeah. it just gets thrown away well, or put I it think, on a shelf or some shit. Yo, it's a, the perfect analogy is this one. I, I mean, there's a lot of them now, but there's. A, like a 1985 like Air Force One or some Jordan, right? And it's pristine. He brings it out and he's like, wow, I saved this from the... And he had like a couple pairs that were new and he grabs it and as soon as he touches it, the shit crumbles. He's like, what the fuck? What are you What are you doing with all this money just producing and just having it there? You're going to buy three pairs of shoes at the same <laughs> shoe for what? But it was perfect because it was like, it looks so nice and then with time, that shit crumbles. You're just wasting it. If yeah. you don't use it, you waste it. Yeah, that's how that's how I feel about my penis. It's just, <laughs> it's just being wasted. No, it's just being wasted. no. Let me know if you need some help, buddy. I got you, man. Yeah. Yeah, we can. No, but I mean, waste I, it together. Well, let like, me ask you this, Joe. How much do you pay for insurance right now for your family? Because I know that shit's a grip. Even if your even if your job is covering a portion. Um, more than. Is it around five hundred? Nothing. A month? You pay nothing. <laughs> Zero. So it's completely contributed. So you get completely covered, yeah. okay? And you have a PPO or HMO? HMO, it's an okay, so HMO. Okay, so all right, there's a lot of limitations with HMOs. I, yeah, that's are. a whole different like system structure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. you know so what I mean. Dumb, yeah. But I was saying, so, so imagine if you had like access to the best healthcare for you and the kids, and you don't have to worry about paying shit. Would that help you? I'm sure it would. Okay, now imagine if you had if you didn't have to pay rent at your apartment. Would that help you? Like you that still have phenomenal. the same job and everything. That'd be phenomenal. So I mean, that's essentially like the benefits because you wouldn't be a person that you would lose in. Trust a, me, in I'm a, all in for. I'm all for the ideology. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. telling yeah. you, it, it, who would? It, it's it's so kind of like a, here, but see, it's kind of like a rhetorical question. Like, who wouldn't like all that shit? Mm-hmm. Now, so let's the, get it. Yeah, but the process of actually getting it it's easy. is it, the part. Well, Take it, the money out of the fucking but, defense but, budget for it, one. It's getting people. Yeah. It's having but these I, conversations with exactly. people like yourself. No, I, and yeah. and your your whoever's listening and Absolutely. everyone else. It's it's like you know once you get radicalized, you want to get into those circles mm-hmm. to talk to people about. But this. it, but it has existed before. The, the yeah. USSR was the USSR was one of the. We don't hear this about like if you read the book. Uh, uh, um, 
black shirts. Uh, I forgot. I, I can't think of the title right now. It's in front of my face. I got to go pick up the book. But you, you read the Michael Parenti book. Um, um, red shirts, uh, black shirts, red coats. I forgot. I don't know. I'll pick it up right now. I'll tell you guys the title. But it talks about this, and, and it's a really good one-on-one introduction. If you want to read a good book about uh, socialism, how it has worked, and I got into, I ran into this book. I was already as a communist last year, and I'm like, oh shit! I wish I would have ran into this as a younger Luis Serrano. Mm. Um, <laughs> and it was a great book, but it, it, it talks about like it, it's a great book. It's by Michael Parenti. Um, I'll, I'll get the thing right now, um, but it talks about like yeah, like like there has been a good example of a communist social society that has existed in it, and the USSR has been that. Like the USSR has been like one of the greatest mass democracies to ever exist. And and by what it's called, so the book's called Black Shirts and Reds, uh, Michael Parenti. Um, but it, it, it talks about like it might, by by what I mean by saying like mass like societies, democratic societies, I guess, like a whole society, like a modern society, they've been some, one of the most democratic mass societies to ever exist. And we don't learn this. We don't learn about, like, how, like, yeah. what a lot of people had in the USSR. Yeah. And, 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 and to the point where, like, they did it so well that they didn't, like, they didn't, like, predict people being, like, well, if I don't have to work every day, like, I'm not going to do it as much. And, and... And while there was like American propaganda in their face, they were like, they have the cars. Like, why do I need a fucking train? Yeah. And then fucking around and find out like, oh shit, like we gave all that up for this. And because yeah. the book was written post the fall of USSR and like, damn, like uh, that was not really worth it. Mm. It was fine. Like they're, he interviews people and they're like, oh, I thought we we're going to be able to like sustain capitalism through socialism. Like I, I thought like that the social program sustained the capital list part of it but it didn't work out that way right yeah. and it interviews See, people i want to like, find that sweet spot right there what's i'm saying but i think you think yeah. i think you're thinking that because it would be like a communist uh, society at that point i think you think consumerism is like off the table it's still like completely on the table like if you yeah. go to what's the capital of china uh freaking is it shanghai mm-hmm. beijing Beijing, dude, and I, I honestly have never been there, and I've just recently kind of delved into it. Bro, that shit looks like a fucking a city out yeah, of, like, 2050. And, and they yeah. got Gucci stores, Prada stores. They got, like, all the big shit everywhere. Yeah. And it's a fucking straight-up communist capital, bro. Yeah, I mean, you... you like, you'd love it. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of myths about communism. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do the same thing I so used to do. So it's just the basic, basic fundamental... Yeah, we all, we all, ha- we all have a national, starting point. It's liberation. It's literally yeah. liberation. I mean, because you're... But is it though? Because isn't it yeah, still like state controlled? You ever watch Snowfall? So, so that, that's, I'm glad you, you brought that up. Oh, you brought up the Snowfall. state. Yeah, that that that's I, I, freedom. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because when we talk about socialism, I mean, we're talking about a revolution. We're talking about you know a revolutionary society. We're not talking about a revolutionary society in the U.S. with still having Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, right? she would know. She'd be out. They were. They were. In every socialist revolution, the rich people leave. Yeah, they go they to their flee. fourth house or whatever they're gonna go, and now we run it. Mm-hmm. Now we have our own government. Now we're we're running the things, and in one of the beauties of of the, the Communist Party of China is that a lot of like people who run office also like r- like work. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like here, like you have Congress, they're all millionaires. They don't do shit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like they're not going into the field and see, hey, what is what's up? What do you guys need? Yeah. No, I mean you have our governor here in Newsom who's vetoed and destroyed every bill that benefits farmers because he owns wineries. Mm-hmm. Right, and if you think of farming here in in California or even in the U.S., they're making what twenty five cents a sheet of whatever they're producing, mm-hmm. right, for twelve fourteen hours. 
They have no say in what what chemicals they use. They have no say if they have access to healthcare. They have no say in the hours, the conditions that they work in, right? You go to a socialist country in Nicaragua, the farmers own the land. The government gives it to them. Mm. Everything they sell stays to them. They just got to pay their, 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 whatever tax they get goes to the government and it goes to building the infrastructure. Yeah. Like when you have a, a government that's in power, that's for the people and you get rid of the rich people, you're going to have a collectiveness. Hey, Abraham, how do you know that, man? Like, have you like witnessed something like this happen before? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yes, like, how do you, I have. You have? What? He's like, I don't want to brag or anything. but No, no I'm I, saying the context la- matters. The last year I, I got lucky. I, um, I did a fellowship with USC and my study, my focus was on uh, uh, migrant indigenous women farm workers in the Central Valley. Um, you know, I was going to the fields and, you know, to the conditions that they live in, dude. I, I mean, that they work in. Like, I, pff, I wouldn't even think I'll be able to do a week. Like, it's just brutal. It's brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the money that they make, uh, it's, you know, you get you have a sheet, right? It's like about twelve by fourteen. Mm-hmm. If they fill it up with the grapes, that's twenty five cents. Depending on some place, they'll give you thirty forty cents for a sheet. How many sheets do people do in a day? They try to do as much as they can add up. You know, as much as you can get for the day. I mean. You know, if you do the math, I can do at least a hunt for at least a hundred dollars a day or whatever. You gotta do the math. And then in November, Damn. in November, I went to Nicaragua and I was part of a uh, the presidential um, observer. But we went into the the farms and I got a tour and I met the family. And I was like, "All this is yours." He's like, "Yeah." So my brother's over there harvesting grapes and pineapple, and I do this side with beans and whatever. And I was like, "Like this is yours?" He's like, "Yeah." And then in 2018, when, in 2018, when the government tried to overthrow the socialist government there, you know, they talked about how, like, they, you know, built barricades and trying to block off all these coup plotters that are getting paid by the U.S., um, the U.S. from 1990. So Nicaragua had a revolution in 79, had a socialist government, all these social gains that the, they were getting from health care to, to land distribution. Um, so the country was moving forward, right? You're eradicating literacy, you're eradicating racism. Um, 1990, the U.S. overthrows them, puts in a puppet from 1990 to 2006. I mean, the neoliberal president did, they completely removed the history of the country on the education. So they didn't even, on like, if you went to school during that time, the revolution never happened. Like, it's not even taught. Damn. <laughs> but you're taught like this Eurocentric version, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the U.S., you know, has always helped us or whatever. Mm-hmm, um, and one of the cool things that, like, I got to experience was that we, I went into this town called Shenandega in the north, and uh, the, one of the, like, this old-school veterano, he was like, yeah, he goes, in 2018, when the, when the U.S. tried to overthrow us, they couldn't come into this town. Like, everyone took the streets to defend the revolution. Like, all of us did. Like, we, we planned it. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's fucking dope. Like, collectively, like, Zion, this is our land. Like, it was, being there, it was just like... Man, it was just my first time being in a socialist country. And like being there, everyone knows about history. Everyone knows about every U.S. foreign policy towards them. You go around here. Yeah. What district are you in? <laughs> uh, district? I'm in L.A. County, LA. man. <laughs> this is L.A. County, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's... it's you don't need no district. <laughs> Koreatown's my district. <laughs> Damn right. That's city 13, right? But that's but it's true or not, but is that not like the norm? Yeah. yeah. Like the oh, norm of answers. course. Yeah. We don't yeah. Know shit. People are dumb. Yeah. yeah. For sure, yeah. but uh, you know they're they're a product of their environment. They're a product yeah. of the education yeah. system. You know, it's yeah. it's constantly being defunded, constantly being 
destroyed. I mean, you have teachers teaching 50 kids at once. It's just like, come on, man, really? Yeah, like, it that's, doesn't make no sense. And it's like scam inside a 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 scam. Like you're talking about We're the healthcare system. pyramid scheme. Bro, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you can. You can say that, bro. I mean, you're talking about healthcare system, one scam. Public school system, another scam. Well, have you ever tried scam. to... Oh, exactly. Medical. Yeah. The medical system in all itself scam. is all fucking scam. There's so many scams. It's like we're a functioning society that's so dysfunctional. Dysfunctional, we don't even realize we're dysfunctional. So, but, but that's that's Mexico. Yeah, that's Mexico. America's just a, a very dysfunctional society who thinks they're functional. Yeah, well, it's it's because it's, it's a facade. Like, it's yeah, the facade so it's that like, we live under. We're okay. Like I just have to like we got I can't take a fucking ambulance, bro, because. It, we got yeah. equal rights, man. There's too much good yeah. stuff on Netflix. We don't care about that. <laughs> Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah, true. That's true too. I, but the thing about the thing about consumerism is like, we could have nice things. Yeah. Like that's like not like, but it's yeah, obviously it's gonna have to be like a compromise of like how often. And, See, I'm not know, willing to compromise, baby. Well, I want it. Tell them what did VJ Prashad say hey, about you eliminating? You can't have an avocado. You can't have an avocado when it's not in the baby. That's gonna be fucked but Vijay Prasad has this really good quote. Yeah, if, if yeah, Vijay Prasad is like, I highly recommend people to he's a fucking to look G, him dude. up to read his books and watch his interviews and whatnot. But you know, he had a in one of his talks. He was like, "Oh, you communists are always trying to abolish, uh, uh, trying to abolish." Uh, uh, was the second no. the, the, fir the first class? Yeah, he's like, "You guys want to abolish the first class?" Yeah, but you, you're trying to like communists are trying to abolish first class. Like, you're trying to get rid of all the good things. Like, no, we're trying to abolish second class. Yeah. Everyone deserves Everybody things. should be on first class. Everyone. Like, what the fuck? I'm, hey. I'm not mad at being first class. <laughs> you know? That's what I'm saying. That, but but everyone, that's like the... like, everyone deserves it. Like, why? Because it, it, because it sounds great, of course. Like, it's, it's too, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to not agree with mm -hmm. what the fundamental values are. It's not. Like, but, we all want that. But, we all want that. But yeah. Whether or not, so let me it. fucking finish, please. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, let's go, baby. <laughs> no, it's, 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 do it's, the math. <laughs> do the math. It's impossible not, it's impossible not to agree with it. Like, but whether or not it can actually, when, when it will actually come to fruition is a different story. In our lifetime? I mean, it can, but nah. it just takes yeah, like. But no, I mean, but, I mean to, to, to get to the point where I mean, we're at, well, like. I mean, shit. Depends how long we're living, I guess, too, right? I mean, <laughs> the fast die question, young, baby. Question, question is: Do we want it to happen right now? Just because are we that organized? Yeah. Because uh, we're not outnumbered at all. Mm -hmm. We're out organized. Yeah. I mean, we're going against the state, the police, yeah. right? Their forces, the their cops. forces, their their. Yeah. We'd have to their little forces organized. White, white power strategy. boys that they have are going to come out and support them. People mm -hmm. are going to just natu naturally. I mean, look, look what's happening in Ukraine. Na people are nationally, yeah. are naturally trying, trying to defend their country, right? We that we're trying to take it away from. When in reality, we're just trying to provide a better life for everyone, yeah. right? Um, so, are we organized enough to get to that point, right? Mm. Yeah. You know, it's the reason why the U.S. made the breakfast program at the, the Black Panthers Party as a, a threat, yeah. <laughs> right? Is because you you're you're, you're you're teaching involved. people, you're building a, a community around these ideas, around these around these concepts, and that can spread like wildfire, mm -hmm. you know. And so the state <laughs> is the state is doing everything it can to constantly and constantly destroy these organizations, kill these leaders off, 
and, and hide, just hide the proof. And if, think about Tulsa. I mean, look at mm-hmm. we live in we live in LA. We live in the gang capital, right? Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah, from organizing well, this to for, stay away well, from yeah. the fucking KKK. The blacks, right? even the blacks. That, I highly recommend checking out uh, Bastards of a Party. Ooh, right? Bastards of a Party. Bastards, Bastards of a Party is a documentary movie. talking about how gangs and yeah. crips were created. So there's two documentaries created you gotta watch. To protect the block. Two, two, two documentaries: it's Bastards of the Party, and then Gang uh, Bloods and Crips Made in America with Gerald. Yeah. it talks yeah, about dude. how so good. with the destruction of the black community, the destruction of the Black Panther Party. You know, you kind of you took away their leader. You took yeah. away their their vehicle you to fight aim, for justice. Aimless community. Right? You, aimless, and you, what did you do after that? You injected drugs and weapons into our community. We didn't not, bring that shit not, from Russia. Not AK. Right. We Ain't didn't. No we didn't. We're poor. We can't even can't even buy a car. We're gonna go all the way to Colombia and bring coke. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How did that right. get here? Yeah. All right. That shit. Right, it was to, com- to completely destroy. Bro. Then they even had a program, COINTOPRO. That's Co-in-tow crazy, Pro. dude. Wow. Pro was a program to de- decentralize the social movements. And it's accurate, dude. The Black Panther Party. Straight up. So. Uh, you were talking about Snowfall, and I was like, dude, that's the best part I like I about Snowfall. It. I oh. Like, yeah, it glorifies a lot of the wrong shit, yeah. but it's very accurate to exactly what happened in the times. Like, well, the go- exactly how the government was moving arms to fucking move coke to destroy... Uh fucking communities and it literally shows like what the product was like fucking franklin saint is the yep. fucking product of all that and what is he trying to obtain freedom, mm-hmm. freedom and how does he get that by uh, selling drugs by selling drugs and becoming yeah. rich as yeah, fuck rich because how do you get yeah. freedom in a capitalist society get rich, rich. Get but rich. what do you have to do and what does he do in order to get there he literally destroys his whole uh, fucking yeah. neighborhood including yeah, but his family i don't have to watch it now <laughs> yeah it's really good. well you know that it's it's historically accurate as fuck not, not only that, but you have to like destroy your whole neighborhood and be made an example of, of like this is success. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, and like I even if the too. numbers don't add up, like right, like like the whole idea of capitalism is like if you work hard, you can make it. But like mm-hmm. when you look at the numbers, you're like, all right, like who's making it? And like when you're like, oh shit, like nobody's really making it. Well, it's like, just ra- kind of bullshit. Raise your hand if you work right. hard. Oh, I do absolutely. <laughs> and, and also, yeah. also we all work hard. And to dig deeper into it, right, to the root of it, is we can't see your hand, Luis. Our, <laughs> what what is our? You, know, <laughs> you don't want to see it. <laughs> what is our relationship to work, right? Right now, we you know we have unemployment, but our relationship to work is what the capitalist class, the ruling class, has us do for them to make money, right? In a socialist society, I mean, we have roads to build, right? Like. Let's just say we fast forward and we're in a socialist country, right? And we say, hey, we need a thousand or a hundred thousand construction workers in LA County to help us rebuild everything infrastructure. You think people are not going to line up to go to work? To be a city worker? To city worker, and you have everything else paid for you. Hey, we're gonna let's work on our on our. Hey, we have you know ten thousand kids that have the flu. We need to build some hospitals, some clinics, and attend to them. You're schools. reorganizing all of society yeah. and your relationship to work. Yeah, like you're you're not doing it to you know, go to work, yeah. yeah, go clock in, do whatever you got to do. No, you're reorganizing society. Just look at the south of, LA, I mean, the south of, of our country, the Gulf of Mexico, right? Or no, um, where New Orleans is at, right? It's the Gulf of Mexico? Gulf, yes. Yeah, yeah. Gulf. How many hurricanes happen, like, yearly, the right? Time, they, yeah. have a, they have stats. They have records of it. Mm-hmm. All those hurricanes go through Cuba, too, most of the mm-hmm. time. And what does Cuba do? And this is, this is a great, this the, is tale, the tale of two islands, right? You have Cuba, you have the Dominican, you have Haiti. Cuba, when they see a, a hurricane coming, they reorganize society where they go and they get all the old people. Like if they know it's going to hit like the west part of, or the east side of the country, 
They get everyone that lives there out of their homes, their belongings, everything, put them in buses, ship, and then they go all the way to the other side of the country, safe and sound, let the hurricane pass. You don't have to go to work. You get sick, healthcare's free. Once it passes, yeah, you go back home, and then you start rebuilding whatever's destroyed collectively. Because you know it's happening. Imagine that here. Yeah, we know it's happening, and what do we do? Nothing. Nothing. Let people die. Let yeah. people drown. Yeah. When Hurricane Katrina happened, Cuba sent boats of medical aid. Guess who blocked them off? The National Guard. Yep. I remember that. Just let people die. Yeah. They're right? like, fuck, like, your, fuck your award-winning doctors. Yeah. yeah. And it's... it's For free. Like, that's not a radical idea. <laughs> right? That's not... Like, like, we help because you some, need like, help. Some, like, future thing. No, that's, like, makes sense. Hey, you know what's going to happen? Let's get people out of there, man. Like, let's move on, put them in safe homes, but you, and let it, it happen and rebuild things. Like, it's just... Yeah, and you have to sense. think like we're the greediest country in maybe one of the world's history, if not maybe the most. I don't know, Roman Empire and all that. But how do you get rid of the greed? You have to share, and that's literally what communism pretty much teaches people. So, what as a, as a country who literally is fueled by capitalism, what do you do whenever you start sniffing any fucking communism? You fucking put that shit yeah, out because as soon yeah. as people realize like, oh, this shit can work. We can do this shit. Like, people don't even realize, like, that the fucking unemployment that they're, like, receiving or, like, social, uh, social, or because of fucking socialist movements, mm -hmm. communist movements and shit like that. While they're talking shit about the stuff that themselves are benefiting from. So, what country has this lockdown already? There's no country in the history that has, that has lived in a socialist society or a socialist country has lived where they're not under threat. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, of a big power. And guess by who? So we haven't seen that as full thing because every time yes. it happens, you're fighting off all the all the. And it's not just the U.S. You got you know you have the imperial powers in in, in Europe and in Portugal and Spain and I mean they're all involved in this. They want to yeah. keep they want to keep their power, right? So you're you're every so is China like the greatest example of it or? I think uh, I think yeah. <laughs> Uh, there, there's, I mean, yeah. it's contradictions. It, there, it's just different. Every socialist country is different. Like every yeah. revolution is different. Like oh, people say, oh, they didn't happen here. It's like it's different. Like yeah. well, they address the people's Soviet, needs, right? So and people's the Soviet, needs change. And the Soviet Union revolution, nineteen seventeen. You know, they were also getting invaded by fourteen other countries. So how do you develop? Yeah. And it was a backwards country, right? Mm -hmm. People couldn't read and write. I mean, it was famine. I mean, how do you solve the ills in your own country when you have fourteen other countries trying to overthrow you? Because they want to colonize happened. you, and then Hitler and then happened. Hitler happened. <laughs> and who funded yeah. Hitler? We did. <laughs> yeah. You know. Okay, so I'm just trying. But to I, I think I, I think China is a good example. Like I think like China has been doing dialecto materialism, like and it set out goals to be like we're gonna meet these goals. We're gonna be here in five years, and they kind of met every fucking goal. Yeah. And 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 they've been very good at being like you know like. We're gonna do this damn thing, and like they have ninety-five percent approval in a country of what, like two point four billion? Is it? What is That's it again? Crazy. Ninety-four percent uh, approval. Ninety-five percent approval 95. rate in a country of two point four. That's yeah. like that's insane. Crazy. And you yeah. can't like. It's not like we told you that like, oh, they're forcing them to be approved. I'm, I'm just. That's not I'm possible. Just, it's because it's because yeah. you you know we're we're you live in a country where like if, if, for example like if as is recently been reading about China the last few years, but, you know, before the revolution, 1949, a million people were dying from malnutrition. 
from just and the life expectancy was like at 35 37 yeah because you work to the maximum at yeah. a young age and then not only that you had the british and the u.s pumping in opiums and people were getting you know a lot of drug addictions all that so the the socialist revolution in china has outlived the life expectancy of i mean it's now the life expectancy is like a 70 77 that's crazy right that's that wasn't done overnight that was that's putting people into power putting people into collectives putting people into work into helping your society like so now how much control does the government have in what people what 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 people get to decide what the average person gets to do how much control does the state have over their citizens so they they have like for example you can have your own business you have millionaires you have billionaires um but here like say for example you know jeff bezos who's been you know now he, he, you know there's there's a union there but you have jeff bezos who brutalizing people at work right the conditions and not even a fine not even a slap in a hand or nothing in china some of those vendors are going to jail because of fraud or doing something bad so the state's going to treat everyone like no one's above the law, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but most people there have a, have a say. I mean, the, 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 the Communist Party has like close to like 2 million members. Yeah. Right? So they have people in like in every section. They have, a you know, voting rights. They have, I mean, it, it's... Yeah. They have the things that we say we have here. Because yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, yeah. Uh, I mean, Seriously. I mean... Like, we have some liberties, I, I, but I don't know. I just like... I, I, I think I think like the propaganda we're told about like control of the U.S. We can apply China like they can't do that democratically, and like I think partially like you know we're talking about antagonization and reacting to antagonization like you know like when you're trying to win a a war against capitalism you know like wars don't are not fought based on morals right like if a war is brought to you you have to be like all right like what the fuck can we do like yeah. Like, you know, like, I think we're, like, in a war for the future of, like, capitalism against communism yeah. or socialism or whatever. And and if the war is being brought to your doorstep, there's, like, only so much more shit you could do because your enemy is not a moral being. Yeah. And it's, like, and that's what socialism is, right? It's, like, yeah, it's, but... like, it's naive. Like, 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 China has to be, like, you know, have to react to ant- antagonization of U.S. propaganda to and create their own propaganda to combat U.S. propaganda. Yeah. And and I think that's like you know what people say. Like, well, that's also bad because they're propaganda. But I'm like, well, like it's a propaganda for like the better being of the future, and it's a propaganda like for the better being of rich people. Yeah. And I think people can grasp that. Like, oh, like oh shit, like they're both bad. But you yeah. you need some kind of like we don't live like I said like you know we go back to like the cap the capitalism is the water you got to swim out of it. Like you have to like use the tools that capitalism uses because you're like all right, well the propaganda can be pointing to their shit. I'm gonna propagandize people out of their shit. And like, and it's kind of like trusting the project. And I think like, what I think about China's like China's like meeting the goals of the project. Where like they're like, you know, like they're allowing business to exist still, but with very small restrictions now, and it's getting slimmer and more restrictive. Um, In but China, they have ninety five percent approval. Yeah. They, they have ninety five percent. Yeah, China. They have ninety five percent approval rate by the people, and they didn't build that by just like fucking like you think you like when they go point a gun at people's faces. Like no, they like. They, they hire people to go into small in the rural areas and like and work with them and learn from them 
and like really like invest in the project of like, oh shit, like what's going on here? They're like, they're really doing it, you know, building it from there. Yeah. And, that, and that's how they're able to get like 95% approval rate by like the government. The current government has 95% approval rate of a population of 2.4 billion people, which is like four times the population of the United States. What we didn't even have like a, a 30% approval, 40% approval rate anytime in, in a unilateral way. Like China's 95%. And they've done it by doing that and they eradicated extreme poverty doesn't exist anymore and, and they have lifted a lot of people out of poverty and they're like showing people and they're hiring people to go into this, the small towns and be like oh like you guys could do this shit and like so it's, it's it, it, but they've been doing that slowly for years and and the u.s didn't catch that until like little shit it's it's kind of gets complex man it's too historical and that's always a challenging part too because you know all this sounds great and dandy but you know that it's going to be also uh, a challenge when that time comes is how do you get people to like like when i was in uh, in nicaragua like we were given a tour and these are like you know people from the from the that were part of the armed struggle like you know actually shooting off the uh, the us and mm-hmm. and you know they say every revolution has this challenges of how do you like that fire with the younger generation right because he's like all these kids now like yeah, they have free college and they're traveling. Not even the younger generation. I'm talking. I'm thinking more the complacent generation or the complacent. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Over there, because I'm definitely complacent in where I'm at. Yeah, but it's, know, re- I, it's reverse over there because over there it's like they're eliminating the struggles, so they get born into like the better conditions, so they don't see the fight. So they're just like, well, what the fuck's the yeah. problem? Like, and, yeah, but I'm saying for here, yeah, it's and, reverse. and it's it's as much as we want to say like you know, we're doing this for ourselves, like. Honestly, I'm doing this for the future generations. Like when I see a homeless person, I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Like, it it it, it makes me really sad that we live in a society that that is acceptable, right? Yeah. And, and for me, it's like I want to fight for a society that this is not acceptable. I want to fight for a society where this is this is not even a thing anymore, right? So you're not even doing it for yourself. You're doing it for for future generations. Yeah. You're doing it for the sake of humanity, man. Honestly, for the sake of humanity. We have to, we have to, we have to like organize and get better and work with ourselves because if we don't, I mean, World War Three is, is, it's not a far fetched thing. I mean, they're, yeah. they're not, I mean, it feels uh, like we're it's, definitely on the cusp of it. It's yeah. a cusp of it. And, it, and it, it's not even just like thinking of, of war, of like in the sense of like, oh, the US invaded Iraq, right? Like the, the, the shock and awe of troops on the ground. Um, it's nuclear war, right? And you, you have to unpack what is nuclear war, yeah, right? Like they have a scary. nuclear planner yeah. who decides if we bomb this portion here of this country, there's about 100 million people will die or 20 million people will die, then they're going to retaliate and they might kill us here and we're going to lose about 20 million. Like they have someone that planet. And what comes with that? The nuclear cloud. Yeah, yeah. Which blocks the sun. You know, it destroys our atmosphere, right? Food, production, everything. Like... For what? For the U.S. to try to dominate another part of the world mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with us? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that make sense? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah we're antagonizing, like Luis said. Yep. 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 Have you guys seen The Road? Or read the yes. book? The road? Yeah. It's kind of what happens when the cloud blocks over, like a cloud mm-hmm. blocks over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I think people, people aren't, uh, they don't think of capitalism as an enemy, so they're not like trying to change into a socialist society right so i mean that that's why i was asking oh if you think it will happen here or how long it will happen because i think we don't care enough you know or a lot of us well, don't care enough 
Um, but and then and like, which is why I'm 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 glad you guys are on because you know I didn't know a lot of the shit. I don't know if Joe did, but you know I'm sure a lot of uh, our listeners don't. And they have that misconception or the the indoctrination of oh the red you know the commies the in in Korea you call the red them scare. yeah you call them uh, palgengi which means like a red yeah it's a uh, it's like a red person you know <laughs> it's like. That's yeah. We kill. We'll kill the buggings. But uh. the way I'm treating this whole situation for me, now I'm not shooting you guys down or don't believe that you what you guys are doing is dope, because I do. I support you guys. I'm not a guy that's like, oh, communism. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck communism. That's stupid. This is America. I'm not, because I understand that we have a lot of strikes. We have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of issues here in the states. Um, but I also kind of treat this like I do religion, like I'm. 100% atheist, uh, don't believe in a, in a quote-unquote higher power, or any of that shit. For me, and I kind of, it jokingly, because my mom's a Jehovah's Witness. She's been a Jehovah's Witness for most of her life. And she believes very heavily in, you know, uh, their values. So for me, the way I treat kind of what this scenario is, it kind of reminds me of the way I treat religion. Uh, in the in the sense that I'm gonna stick to kind of what I know until I have to make that decision and do the right thing, quote unquote. Because for her, she's like, "Oh well, you have to just acknowledge God, and you still get a chance if you decide once you pass away or once you know the apocalypse comes and all that shit, you will get a chance to repent." And and uh, and take the right path or whatever, and that's kind of like how I feel about this situation. Like, I'm I support you fully. Do super dope that you guys are doing what you're doing. Uh, but for me, it's like I will make that decision when it comes. I feel like I might be too complacent. I don't think you are. I think honestly, I think you were ahead of the curve from me, man. Yeah, I always say the same thing. I was like, dude, I was like, Joe's like such a closet fucking like communist, and he doesn't even realize it. That, that could be true. That could yeah. be true. I, I think that's what I messaged you. I was like, classic communist. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> a lot of people don't know who. A lot of people yeah. don't know that they're socialists. Yeah, they don't know it until like He's you guys start like, when, when you apply it, power to like, <laughs> you start learning about it. You're like, I, power actually, bottom communist. I, I rock with this. I mean, even and and that and that right there, that feeling, that sentiment is 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 pretty well known. Like the Cuban Revolution. You know, in 1953, Cuba Fidel wasn't like, "Hey, let's have a socialist revolution." Like, he was, was battling the ills of of mm-hmm. the of their society, right? They didn't want to be a, have a the U.S. have as like as a as a occupier and dictating their lives. But he uh, he didn't declare the revolution socialist until the Bay of Pigs, because mm. he knew that the society at that, at that point, society no one. You know, the majority of people didn't even get to high school, right? Most women worked in casinos, you know, men off in the fields. Like, it, it was a pretty backward society, right? Education wasn't really... So if you go and start talking about Marxism and socialism, in a society where you're already told that that is a bad thing, you think he's going to get support? No. No. Definitely not. No. So when he when he was, like, in the mountains and talking to people and, and promoting education, promoting, you know... Uh, one of the things he said he was going to cut the phone bill in half. And AT&T owned the phone. They were the main phone company in, in Cuba. AT&T said, we think Fidel's a the communist. Fuck not. We think he's a communist because he wants to cut the phone bill in half. I'm good. Um, I'll take it. And it wasn't, it wasn't until 
after the revolution and he started applying these policies, right? Started giving out the land to the farmers who worked in the land. Um, and then the U.S. tried to overthrow him in the Bay of Pigs. And that's when he went up in front of the people and said, do you, like, how to, like, in front of the country, like, how do you like what we've done so far since we overthrew the last government? Like, how do you like the housing, education, the land? Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, this is socialism. And this is what the Yankees want to overthrow. They want to come back and control us. They, this is, you know, this is what they're afraid of. Slide a hand, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so, like, you know, people felt like you, like, ah, you know. And and everything's connected, man. Like the further and further, like I delve, like I wasn't a big history guy before, but uh, like the further and further I delve into history, like you start to see like the huge web and how one thing sparked another. That's why like this whole Ukraine thing is really crazy. Because like I, I mean, yeah, definitely I could have, I would have been like that stand with Ukraine, like. Not knowing too much, knowing it's like real surface shit. But luckily, since I had somebody in my ear, you know, I kind of delve into it. But when you start putting like context to, to everything, you start to see one, who's always behind the scenes, and two, how like one thing was like a reaction to something. Yeah, but when a you, lot of a yeah. lot of what's happened in the last 50, 60 years are a product of of a retaliation or an ipso facto situation. Like that happened because of this. A lot of that. Most of the most of our our contemporary history is is that a word? Is that a term? Contemporary it is history, now. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know it now. <laughs> I know what the name of this episode is going to be. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, con- contemporary history is 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 the whole ipso facto. Like one, right? this has yeah. happened because of this. So I mean, I get it. I get it. Um, and I'm not. You know. I, I support you guys. So, I, I support you, but thanks for having us on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue. I mean, I'm gonna continue to do what support the fuck us I do. At the polls, and you yeah. have every right to. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna be told not to. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not. I'm no one. I know I'm not. And and I, I, but but I don't want. I don't want you guys to feel like I've been against you because that's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we we laugh and no. shit, and you know the whole communist thing, like. We, it's we're, we make a joke of it, but mm. I understand. It's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get that what you guys are trying to do is, is 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 a good thing. What the idea is because it's beautiful. Yeah. I think it's it's very on paper. It's it sounds phenomenal. Yeah. Um. Until we do get something executed where we can start putting a lot of these a, a lot of these into place. Yeah. Um. We can actually start seeing it, some of it, but but until then, it's like. It looks. It, it sounds beautiful. So yeah. how do you do but that? It, but it's a, already it's already been put into play. It's already happening. Yeah. And if it is, I'm missing uh, it. Yeah, I mean, because we're in America, and it's hard to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's a part know? of the design. Like, yeah. Because we think yeah, so like, so like that. It's happening. It's been happening. That same thing. Like, look at 2020. 2020 is a perfect example because it was not only just a pandemic, right? But everything shut down. Yeah. I mean, production, movies. All the like distractions, really, right? Like you can't go to the like movies. You, there was nothing new anymore that you can go see and watch, and you had this massive uprising not only in the, this country but around the world against racism, right? Now, we don't have in the U.S. unfortunately a very strong socialist party to organize the masses into going into that direction, right? In the early 1900s in the U.S., there was a very strong socialist movement here. Um, there was over 10 organizations. Eugene Debs ran for president. Got six million votes running as a socialist at a time where women couldn't vote and people of color couldn't vote, black people couldn't vote. Six million votes, right? You had 20 publications a day. 
the Communist Party USA had at one point between 1920 and 1940 like a hundred thousand members. Um, a lot of them were lead organizers in unions. You had the Socialist Party, um, but what did the state do? Because they were afraid that what with yeah, they were afraid of what was happening in Russia that sparked other revolutions. What was happening in Mexico in their own you know so-called quote-unquote backyard in 1910, yeah. right? Where you had the campesinos take power. They were afraid of that. They were afraid because people here were like, yo, we feel the same. <laughs> we want power. So it is possible. It's just reviving socialism, reviving the ideas, reviving the, the topic, talking to people about it. Um, and it's not impossible. Yeah. It's not impossible. I mean, I would go, I used to do door knocking and talk to people about what's going on in their lives. They're pissed off. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's just like, canvasser. yeah, go to grocery stores, go to corners and talk to people. And it's just, you know, they, they, they say the exact same thing you do. A lot of the same talking points, like, oh, I don't know. People. I don't know. I, I don't know. You. <laughs> you know, and, and there's some people who, who are, who are aware, you know, but it, I think when the time comes, if there were to be that time coming soon, I think most people will be for it than against it. I could see it. I think we all are tired. Yeah. More some more than others for sure. I especially people on what is considered the lower part of society, mm-hmm. um, which is a huge minor mi- majority of it. Majority. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say what it's like a ninety to ten percent situation. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that's the, crazy, dude. <laughs> the yeah. fact that some millionaires are millionaires are considered <laughs> lower class, right? But I'm saying, but that but that becomes our like everyday, bro. Like we say it and we say it so casually, but like that's a fucking like jaw dropping stat. It like, is. if you're really trying to analyze, like, what's going on, like, you look at that and you're like, whoa, you're, that's like 95% approval in China. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, that's, it's, it automatically brings your attention, right? Uh, yeah. And then look, look what this country is, like, depriving you of. Yeah. All this rich, rich, rich history, right? Yeah. Like, China lifted 80, 800 million people out of extreme poverty. That is something that should be talked that's about, planet. studied being popular like how do we do it and the reason why it's not is because the u.s knows that china as a was a very poor poor country is now very 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 rich under what under socialist ideas and then that's an that's an an inspiration to other countries like yo we can do the same Mm -hmm. like hey that's if china can do it we can do it and we can work together you and know, and, and they want to squander yeah. that. They want to yep. destroy that. And yep. we're being deprived of like a lot of good like history books and are a lot there, of history and knowledge. It's just like so. There aren't any real like opposing parties in China. I mean, there might. No, be. it's just the Communist Party. Well, but the policies change. Yeah, we're in the U.S. It's like, two different yeah. parties, but it's always the same policy. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. They don't have any other like opposing views or any anyone else. Oh no, there. no, yeah. There's there's like a bunch of schools of thought. There's opposing views. I mean, Xi Jinping and will write articles in the seventies denouncing the party, so you guys are going in a bad direction. Like there's there's dialogue. There's mm-hmm. that's there's, there's openness to change. Yeah, and then again, as us as Americans, what happens in China is the issues of Chinese Chinese people and people in the, in the country for them to figure out. It's not for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but but there there is opposing like views. Like there is like multiple parties that exist like in Venezuela and in other countries that yeah, yeah, they're allowed to exist. Uh, I mean, like China has Uh, allows (laughs) opposing views, uh, but they kind of moved on to like the policy level. I think. I mean, not policy level, but like the the government level. Like rich people still can exist in China. 
and it's still and billionaires still exist in China. So there's opposing views that are yeah. backed by global capitalism that still exist there. They haven't fully had any say in, but the Communist Party, you know, has a lot of the members. Mm, yeah. Um, and it's not all the. It's only like it's only like 20 million people. Me- I mean, look at the members of the Communist Party there. Yeah. I mean, look so at it's here. like yeah, at a population of 1.5 billion. I'm uh, sorry, 2.5 billion. It's like that ain't that ain't shit. <laughs> We're like 20 million people, 20 million members of Communist Party ain't shit in a population of 2.5 billion. That is like nothing. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Here you have the same. You know, we're, we're, we're told that we live in a democracy that, we, you know, you have the choice to vote, right? Homeless people can vote for a president every four years, but they can't vote for what actually affects their lives. Right. You know. Yeah, when yeah. they try to form yeah, a to neighborhood vote. council, when they try to form a neighborhood council in Skid Row, they all got shut down. Yep. Yeah, although they had a number, although, although they had the numbers to form a neighborhood council in Skid Row, um, and they got shut down. <laughs> it's just a tale of a... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just values, man. I feel like it in, is. in the U.S., we're just very, um, like, we talk a lot of shit. Like, even if you, like, factor in, like, the freedoms and the Americas, you know, it's like, that's, like, such bullshit, like, false, like, false narratives in this country about what we are, what we stand for, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, at some point, you just have to kind of give it up. Like, we know what we know. That's why I say, I was like, you have, like, so much, like, worldly context, and you understand how, like, our, our imperialistic country has pretty much operated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, you completely get that shit, you know? It's like, but would you say you're in the min- in the majority of people with that knowledge, or would you say like you're in a small majority or small oh, minority? I can't say. Because um, I would I would tell you straight up like me four or five years ago before like me actually trying to delve into this shit, I would have said like, dude, I just remember seeing some of the conversations you used to have online with uh, like Andrew and <laughs> Phil, and I used to be like, what the fuck are these fools talking? about? you guys were talking about like <laughs> world policy and shit, and I'm like, what are these fools talking about? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, with that context, like you have to, if you're really putting it in real time, like you understand, you're not the majority of people. Like the majority no. of people just don't, like one, don't understand, two, are too busy to care to understand, or just like there's just too like over. And this is not even trying, like, because you guys obviously know so much more. This is like just kind of having an understanding. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like I'm telling you, like, it's general further, understanding. It's, it's a not, whole rabbit which, hole, bro. Which is crazy because to me, it's general understanding, but not a lot of people understand it. Yeah, so it's not. Like, do you know who Thomas Sankara is? No. Look up Thomas Sankara. Okay. He's crazy. When you like, you'll be like, "How the fuck have I never heard of this one?" Hmm. Or maybe I haven't. Or even him. just like <laughs> like unpacking. You seen him? You seen his Bali memes? All the all the propaganda, like that Stalin was bad or that Fidel's bad yeah. or like. And it's just like, but yet we, our presidents are good, which every yeah. president has like bombed and killed people. Yeah. Like, like, you know, it's like, I, I have it's no unpacking. False illusions of, of it's who unpacking. we are as a yeah. country. Yeah. I'm just comfortable. Yeah, yeah, no, straight you up. Know, but that's like, an honest truth. That's though. good. No I mean, blood on you. Well, and maybe <laughs> with that. Good with you, man. <laughs> with that, we have come to the soapbox portion of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> man, we need a soapbox still? Yeah. 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 I feel like this is a whole soapbox. Two hours. 
Yeah. The soapbox portion of our podcast, for those of you just tuning in, is a segment we do here where uh, each speaker, guest and host, get an opportunity to speak on whatever they want to speak on, whether it's shouting someone out, venting about something, promoting something. It doesn't matter what it is. You get an unspecified amount of time to speak on that uninterrupted. Um, So the way way we run it... The way we run it is if we don't have guests, it'll be Deech and I, uh, and then I'll follow up. But since we do have guests today, um, we're going to let Luis start it off, uh, followed by Ray, then Abraham, then it'll be Deech and I'll, and I'll close it out. Uh, so without <coughs> any further ado, Louis, hit us with your soapbox. Uh, how much time do we get? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, 59 seconds. 59 58, seconds. 57. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I know it's a complex issue and I, I think in America where, you know, we have to really try really hard to unpack and, and unlearn a lot of the shit that we are taught and it takes a lot of work. And, you know, I, I heard a lot of questions like, how do we convince people and how do we move forward? But like, you know, like, I, I think like the thing I learned myself from experience, like is how to like not think about, uh, like, you know, um, results in the sense of self like rather than working to results in the sense like we're all going to get there like every like malcolm x mlk um every organizer in america has worked like, in a selfless way like i'm building a future not for myself but i'm building a future like where i'm not going to see another policy interest but i'm going to work through them and that's all that fucking matters and that's kind of what they've done and that's kind of we have to think about this whole project like we all have like i said we have family we have kids who want to leave a better future for behind. And we have to try in a way like, yeah, I'm not going to see the policies I'm working for probably. Or I'm like, you know, like in terms of like what we're trying to convince me in a way that I can see some results, but like we're trying to build results that exist like in the long term, And that's what we're trying to leave behind. Um, and we'll see some of the results. We got to believe in that. We cannot not believe in that, but we also got to know that we're leaving behind like a better place. And that's, that's what it's about, you know? And I think it's about like, that's the way that MLK organizes, the way that Malcolm X organized and creating a world like, oh, shit, like we're going to have to do better. And and the question has to be answered because climate is closing. And, and you know, I think people are asking the questions. People are definitely interested in something different. And we got to be there to answer those questions. We got to be there to be like, all right, this is a better, there's a better world out there. Um, and I know, like, a lot of the questions of people being afraid of socialism is like, well, like, convince me like show me tangible steps, but tangible steps have been happening for years around, around the world, you know, and Central America and South America and Asia, like Vietnam, especially like there's tangible steps. People are doing their shit. It's just that we're not, we don't think it's a global solidarity mass. We think it's a very self-centered me in my results, but we don't have like a, a global understanding of the world. And that's how we're caught up in this mess. Like, yeah, America's bad, but it ain't that bad. Like, but like, no, it's bad. There's examples to think about. <laughs> Anyways, that's my soapbox rant. Hey, that was good. I'll give you that. Started it off good with job, the fire, dude. Nice. Started off with that. Oh place. shit, I'm next. Fuck, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. <laughs> I hate to be the next guy. <laughs> How do you follow that, <laughs> Ray? You're gonna have to figure that out, buddy. Oh, I did, dude. I got it. it. I got it early. So, um, you know, just props to everybody. That's anti-grind culture, man. Like, I feel like this whole grind culture mentality that we have as a society is just, like, one of the stupidest fucking things we've ever, like, 
invented and like propped up in our society. Um, I mean, I just think the idea of like, hey, I can, you know, produce this absorbent amount of labor as opposed to you is just crazy, especially when it we counter it with like the things that we miss out on with like basic like family shit, you know. Like, you know, you're a you're a dad, bro, so it's like you understand like being able to be there for those milestones. Like, yeah, the paycheck is good and all that stuff and but you want to be there. Like you want to be able to cuz that's the shit that your kids that affects your kids. That's the shit that, you know, that we deal with as adults. Like and as a fucked up adult, I can straight up say like I need a lot of rest, bro, cuz I feel like no, I'm like I I know you laugh, but I'm like I'm so serious, bro. Like, especially like uh when you're dealing with shit, bro, like this country, this society is not built for us to be able to, like, heal from it. You know, like, just on a simple level, bro. Like, as, as a dad, bro, like, we don't talk about it, but we have so much bullshit that we don't unpack as fathers. You know what I mean? Like, straight up. You know? And I just, so just want to be like, you know, props to everybody who's like, just like, fuck the paycheck. I'm just going to do what I need to do just to, you know, enjoy life and, you know, not get consumed by it, you know? That's it. That father that talk. Great. That father talk. Yeah, the yeah. father. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's real. Don't interrupt me. Guys. It is. <laughs> no, I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's 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 the end of your soapbox. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, there you go. I did. He yeah. said, "Don't interrupt me." So I thought well, we no. were interrupting him. <laughs> no, I was just being funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was a poor, again, another poor joke. <laughs> Wrong timing. <laughs> I, I really yeah. wanted to say something, but I, I remembered that I said no interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been on my best. I was gonna be like, "You did." Oh, you got it, brother. I've been on my best behavior, dude. Trust me. Abraham. Yeah. Um, Dale. Damn. It could be about anything, too. It doesn't have to. Yeah, it could be anything. Yeah, I would just say for, you know, for the, uh, whoever's listening just to, and has questions or, or, or has, like, um, trying to understand, like, the world and, and, you know, why things happen. You know, we, we have more in common with workers in all, pl- all parts of the world, you know, from the people harvesting our fruits, people who are in the minefields, you know, for our electronics, you know, they... They harvest it, they, they mine the fields, they put that into a package, another worker come, picks it up, another worker sends it off to the shipment, another worker puts it in a store for us, and then we go, because we're workers, we need to survive and buy food. Like, we have more in common with the people that actually run society and maintain everything than the people who actually control the stamp system. Um, and it's, it's understanding that, it's, it's like digging deep into that, that why, why are we so divided, right? All the institutions that they use to, to, uh, to divide us, racism, xenophobia, war all these lies um and then to not believe it keep digging deeper and and uh you know like the saying so saying goes man we have nothing to lose but our chains and a world to win um and once we understand that and fully kind of grasp that and get involved and protest pops off against the cops show up <laughs> that's solid man <laughs> no that was that was that was great that was solid yeah that was great. um yeah that was appreciate great. that Abe. uh Deech Daddy. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for being here. Uh, thank you to our listeners, Luis, for being here on Zoom. Um, the studio is pretty fucking nice. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't have anything to talk about, but I think it was just great. I mean, we started off very uh, softly. We were tickled in our nuts with the sports, and then we went hard, man. Um um, but I, I for definitely, ninety minutes plus, for ninety, <laughs> almost two hours. But it really did change the way I or thought and felt about the socialist movement because you know 
again, the indoctrination, the brainwashing. Um, but I didn't really have an opinion on it either way. I would just make fun of Luis and call him the commie and comrade and stuff. So, but it, you know, it was all it was all uh, an endearment. I want I would I like to add, but um, I love you, bro. Yeah, hey, uh, Mexican. <laughs> Mexican Koreans. What what is it? Mexicano, Coreano, la eres. No way, hermano. Coreano, la eres mexicano. Yeah. Eres hermano. Yeah, eres mexicano. Yeah, yeah, eres mexicano. But um, no, it uh, I definitely will probably have a conversation with you guys, um, you know, in passing or something. But let me, you know, Luis, he, I don't know, maybe I never really understood what he was trying to tell me. I don't know if it was just us being fucked up all the time around each other, but I never really, yeah, I don't know. But um, I think you were able to articulate things very well for uh, myself, at least, and I'm sure for some listeners. Uh, about the hope movement and just the kind of the history of it because it's kind of hard for i mean to be fair to louise i can't be like so uh you are a commie and why are you a commie i can't it's kind of weird to start that off but um maybe i should have sooner but thank you guys for coming and and um yeah i think it shined a light a lot of light on certain things that um i didn't know about so i uh, appreciate you guys and yeah man i hope you guys all learn something out there in the Raider world. In I love the Raider it. world? In the radio world. <laughs> hey, nationalize the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Nationalize all sports teams. <laughs> I just wanted to hit home for them right That's now. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, but, oh, but all of them, yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Love you guys. That's great. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm very um, happy Who introduces the in- introducer? I do it my goddamn. Take us home, Joe. Take hey, us home, Joe. That's for Keenan. Yeah, that's for Keenan. Well, yeah. you know, I'm gonna be honest. Where the fuck, the fuck happened to the music, man? There was a lot of beatboxing involved in the past. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Yeah. It's because it's because I it's because I make the music now for oh, yeah. you know for so the podcast. So and then I, just, I smoke before the podcast. Yeah. I get caught in mouth. I can't really. You know, so <laughs> that's what happens. No, really, 100. percent Thank you guys for being here. Oh, I, yeah. I think this is definitely. Another one of those informative episodes. Like, we talk a lot of trash and a lot of bullshit, you know, most of the time. But we do get gems like this. Yeah. Like, every time we get... I mean, we've had Philly back, and we have a great episode with him. Is Like, we're two dumb guys. Yeah, you know? I, we're I didn't have much to contribute. Around. I was just listening. Well, was five. I, well, I mean, I'm going to give myself so Count me in, so three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, well, hey, there you go. Count me in. I'm a dumb guy, too. There's four of us. <laughs> Not we, and we talk five. a lot of shit, but, you know, there are... we. We do. We are able to drop some gems every now and then. You know, we we have a few. We have a, a strong, strong affinity towards mental health on this podcast for sure. Um, we we encourage you know men to be able to speak to each other and just be open about about uh, you know their feelings and their thoughts and shit like that. Um, so adding another one, you know, politics, world politics, uh, you know, views and uh, ideological views and things like that is always great. It's always good to have that kind of stuff here on this. Just to remind everybody that, you know, we got yeah, it. We, we, got we it. know smart people. We, got, we know bitch. people. <laughs> we live in we a world with people. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We live in a world with people. Come on. <laughs> so really, thanks, thanks to the three of you, uh, Luis, kind of. 
Yeah, he won't show his face. Can you show your face right now? Show me your Just at face. least for like five seconds. That's a long. You can have prostate I'm, I'm cancer. He's stingy, probably like naked bro. and shit. Oh, oh, oh he's walking. Oh, fucking Lola, dude. Fucking yeah. Lola. That's what's up. Yeah. Lola. No wonder. Lola, take, Lola taking no a piss wonder. while we're on podcast. Yeah. yeah. See, when my dog <laughs> takes me outside. I said my dog's walking me because since I'm like, I'm like, oh, I gotta take him outside. My dog walks me. Then you start walking. You're like, I actually needed this walk. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. You know what? You know what they say. They're the ones taking you out and, and giving you a good life it's not yeah. the way around yeah. I wouldn't leave my house with my Lola I would sit at home all day <laughs> we, we have a like dog now too and eventually we're gonna get I'm gonna get around to it I'm just being I'm being very like dog, uh, God, you're gonna love that dog I'm being so very uh, be crazy just remember this conversation oh, yeah, about that. Sure. I'm sure I will and I'm, I'm sure I'll, you know, but right so now right now I'm just trying to fight it I'm, I'm not cleaning that shit up I didn't want that dog it's a puppy it's a puppy. Oh, you're gonna yeah, adore yeah. that dog so much. Dude. <laughs> he does think it's cute. It's cute ass dog. It's a cute ass dog, but fuck yeah, that dog. <laughs> dude, that dog's gonna be so down for you, bro. I know it is. You're gonna be like, I love. I you, think dog. I think I'm rejecting it so much now that it's like it wants to be around me mm. so bad. I'll yeah. get to the crib and I'll just like hop on me. I'm like, get the fuck away, dog. You can never do anything wrong. You can never do anything wrong. Yeah, man. Joe, like, Joe, you're reminding me of my love life so much for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So thanks, so thanks, guys, to the three yeah, of you for popping soapboxes. in. Thanks for having no, us. it's not my soapbox. <laughs> I'm, I'm, wait, I'm wait. Dude, while, oh. we're, while we're getting there, the shout out to Germs for making these shirts. Oh, the yeah. The LAFC shirt with Straight the sickle on. and a hammer. Yeah. Yo, that shit is pretty gay. It's on Ooh. his page. Germs. Propaganda oh, dog. Oh, you don't. Dog. Nothing. Yes. Just oh. kidding. So, so Somebody's supposed to give me one. There's no oh. nothing. Oh, oh, oh I don't know. Hey, maybe, maybe I, hey, maybe I misunderstood that. We ruined the great podcast. Oopsie poopsie. You can edit this out, right? <laughs> oh no, this is staying. <laughs> no, Luis is gonna know. <laughs> we can't Wait, so, edit his on. life. We so you did it. I want to be. Yeah, germs. I just saw a picture of it, so it's pretty dope. No, I know he made it, but I know we're supposed to have some shirts printed. Oh yeah, hey, I didn't write down shit. For me? I have what it for you. For me? I have it for you, oh, but you, you didn't show up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got mine table. today too, Luis. Oh, how the tables oh, have You would have had yours today too. <laughs> hey, hey, but oh. hey, props to fucking germs, bro, because he was like, "I'm gonna make one for Luis." That's pretty dope. And that's I told him well, I already made him one. That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is dope. It's he's dope. so popular, yeah. bro. I can't help it. Luis is just a popular guy. It's the germs, man. That guy is just crazy. This was dope, dude. Oh, when I saw it, propaganda I was dog, f- baby, all the way. Yeah, him out. He's propaganda. the propaganda guy we need. Yeah, man, straight up. So, he's handsome. For sure, he's thanks. sweet. He's soft spoken. He's married. He has two kids. Oh yeah, <laughs> So thanks a lot, guys, for 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 hopping on. Thanks to the listeners. Um, obviously, forever we're in your debt. We're indebted to you because you guys continue to listen to our trash and yeah. uh, continue to enjoy it. So we love you guys for tuning in. Thanks to Juan for letting us use this spot. We really appreciate it. Shout Sick out to Juan yeah. and the whole unmatched. Gracias, family. Juan. Uh, one hundred percent. You know, this yes, is this you. is super dope. Um, we wouldn't. Uh, thank you, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for my soapbox, it's it's pretty. Uh, it's it has to do with a lot of uh, pop culture news that's going on right now. Um, I just wanted to first uh, speak on uh, Will Smith resigning from the Academy. Uh, he just fucked his whole shit up. On on I don't I don't it's a whole it's it's a mess so uh, yeah you did that you did that that's one uh, next Triple H retiring from uh, wrestling 
I we I've been slowly talking about this the last couple of episodes. Uh, we're we're losing our childhood. Like we've we've lost uh, Razor Ramon. You know now this thing with Triple H happens. Like for those of you who watched wrestling and stuff, I mean that was a big part of growing up in the in the nineties and in two thousands in the early two thousands. So, yeah, but um, but yeah, huge part. Like we got to witness. You know, Hulk Hulkamania at, at its peak, late '80s, early '90s. Hulkamania was just, mwah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you know, we're we're starting to get older, and we're starting to lose a lot of that, and it shows. It shows. So that's kind of just sad. Um, makes me sad, but you know, we keep it pushing. Um, the other one was Jim Carrey is retiring from acting, so that's tragic. Uh, but uh, Sonic 2 comes out this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. So make sure you go watch it because if you watch the first one, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. It was phenomenal. <laughs> um, and the next, I think for the next month, guys, we're going to probably be uh, doing uh, the satellite pod. Uh, Deech is going to be in Atlanta next week. I'm at Coachella all month for the rest of the month. And then, uh, yeah, it's gonna be madness. So we're gonna be doing this through through Zoom. We're gonna have special guests from so Coachella. We're gonna possibly. be doing special guests from Coachella. So right when you get a new studio, you're not gonna be here. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is fine. This is this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. This is a nice hub. Yeah, this is great. This is gonna work. <laughs> nah, but yeah, thanks for invite. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, so we'll 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 be back in the studio at some point in the next two months. But for now, we're gonna be just doing doing a bunch of these satellite joints because we're gonna be just we're not unavailable. Yeah, unavails. Yeah. Uh, but so we're gonna continue to do it as we have been doing it, uh, nonstop, and we are reaching. Oh, die. We're reaching. Not for a while. We're about the halfway point for one seventy five, right? We're at one sixty five. That's kind of yeah. past oh, yeah. low halfway. Yeah, yeah. one hundred. What for the, the goal is one seventy five? No, we do twenty five episode seasons. So uh, we're about to wrap. Well, we're halfway through this this season. Um, But, yeah, guys, thank you for being on. You're always welcome. If you guys want to continue this conversation, we can definitely do that in another episode and just kind of, like, start refining these ideas. You know, like I said, I'm not shutting down uh, the the interest. Um, It's – I just need to – I need to do – my own not research because research is a very delicate word i think uh, i just need to to study up on on it a bit yeah. more yeah um i get it i like i said i the ideals are great on paper it sounds phenomenal you know yeah. uh and like you guys said a lot of it has are is already in motion it's already in happening so like like thanos said i am inevitable so we'll mm. see yeah. and I'd, I'd i'd love for it to pan out the way that that you guys want it to That'd be great. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. So thanks a lot, guys, for yep. joining us. Dope. Thank you. This has been episode 165 of the None of Our Business <laughs> Okay, we can, I think. I think I need to step out of this one. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Bye, guys. Bye. Luis. Luis.
気持ちのいい美味しい